Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. The grid. Sex in the porch. Your legs like the tears of the doors. I need a naked. Find me down. Super nasty I know you see the body on you Cause if I do, I know you do Look at me in the mirror, girl yeah, I, I do the big ones around here Okay, I'm the big shark In the tank, shark tank, okay <laughs> Trina, please Please <laughs> The way my hips and nose are like, oh, God. The way we driving you is like, oh, Y'all, we on set of Carisha, please. And we got the queen, the one only, the baddest bitch, Trina. Hi. What's up? Happy to be here How with you. How you feeling? I feel great. Before we start, bartender, let me get a Carisha, please. This interview is being brought to you by Deleon Tequila, owned by a black man. Goes down smooth. Now back to more Carisha, please. Thank you. So this is the Carisha, please? Yeah. Delicious. It's good? Mm-hmm. So, you just got honored at the BET Awards for being the baddest, the queen. How that made you feel? Like, what was your emotions? Um, it was a good feeling. I felt like it was about time. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I deserved it. You do? And I was just happy. I was, it kind of came last minute. They told me, like, oh, you're honored. And I was like, for what? And then when they said it, I was like, oh, okay. So, it was just a good feeling overall, you know, just to finally get that, that, kind of recognition from BET, especially. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I'm glad you was able to, like, get your flowers while you're here because you, you deserve it. Thank you. And you've been doing it for 25 years yes. plus. Yes. Like, how did you say so confident? Like, what gave you your confidence? I'm just always confident. <laughs> That's just me. 
I think it just came from kind of just who I am, you know, just regular. And I was already confident before the, I got into the industry. Mm -hmm. So once I got into the industry, that confidence just like, it got bigger. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it, became, it was just a natural thing though, just to remain confident and just to remain like really true to who I am, no matter what. Whether it was good stuff, whether it was bad stuff, whatever, it was just like, just stay confident with who you are. Don't never let nobody break your confidence. Yeah, I just feel like we kind of like, that's how we is in yeah, Miami. It's a Miami like, thing. Just, yeah. We real, like, in anything we do, we stand on it. You definitely stand on so it. So I feel like once you get that, like, that power, it's just like, bitch, I'm really her. I'm her. And then I'm ain't her that for can, sure. Yeah, ain't that that can, like, break our confidence. So no. I feel like that's, like, what gives me my confidence. It's just like where I'm from and I know who I am. Yeah. So it's like me just being who I am now, it's just like, what's up? I mean, you show that. You show that. What's up? It's very 305. I love it. Yeah. So I want to I wanna ask you something. Like, did you ever feel like you wanted to, like, change your appearance? When you say appearance, meaning, like, the look, the style. Yeah. Um, sometimes. It was times I went through that. But it, so what happened was, because it was, like, after my first album, and then everybody have this whole, like, second album jinx kind of thing. And I was really kind of scared. I didn't want to have that. I was just like, you know what? First album did great. I'm going for the second album. I'm going to work with more people. I'm going to just, you know, meet more people, feel a different way. And I want to change some things because I was learning more stuff. I was traveling. I was all out of the country. I was in love, out of love. I went through a bunch of shit, hurt, all that. So it was stuff I wanted to do different. I wanted to change everything. Right. And then when it was time to do the second album, um, um, like with the music, like the fans sometimes, they don't really understand that. They just want what they want. They right. want exactly who you are. They don't care about being soft. They don't care about all that. Oh, I want to just be, you know, in this different kind. They don't care about that. So it was a little confusing. So for me, um, I was just like, I'm doing whatever I want to do. Like, it don't matter, you know. But it's times I felt like that. I like, just changed the whole setup and then be totally just, it's a total different step out of the norm. Mm -hmm. But then it was definitely a little bit like fear with the fans and then the label. Because at the time, the label was so strict on what they want, what they built, and that's all they knew. They didn't really know more stuff out of it. They wasn't traveling out the country. They wasn't feeling what I was feeling. They wasn't in the studio with the songs. So it was a little, like, battle between that. Yeah, because, like, they say, like, a lot of rappers, they look the same, like, the BBLs, <laughs> the, the color wigs, you know, the boots, we all look the same. So I was wondering, like, I know back in the days, they were kind of, like, different. Y'all mm -hmm. was, like, natural. So for me, when it, like, okay, that's the one thing. I never changed nothing on my body. If I was to change something, it would have definitely been the boobs. Because I feel like I have the smallest boobs of everybody, all of my friends, the industry, whatever. But a lot of people like that. They like, no, don't do that. And it was just like, I had so many stories and like, I had so many different friends that got their boobs done and everybody had a different kind of thing. And I was just, that's the only thing I was scared about. I mean, I already got like a big ass, so I ain't need that. Yeah. It was really just the, that was my only one thing that I would have done, but I just, I just was so confident in just it being right. that. I just was like, fuck it, you know? Because yeah, I feel like so, we pressure so much. Like, sometimes yes. we get thick. Too much like, pressure. We too thick. Too we much pressure. We get skinny, now I want to be thick. <laughs> yeah. We get your titties, now I want a smaller. So yeah. I feel like it's a lot of peer pressure. So I be thinking, yes. like, I wanted it. You ever think about, like, changing your appearance? Because a lot of people go through that. I did. Well, that, the boobs was one thing for me. I just felt like, and not big, 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 but I did want to go a cup size up. Right. I did. It was It was a real, I was, at one point, I was really, like, obsessed with it. 
And then, and one, and I, I was, I had got scared. I was talking to somebody and they had got theirs done. And she was like, yeah, but you got to get it done every 10 years. And I was like, that's a no for yeah, me. If I get it done then, I'm not, that means I don't been getting it done again right now. I was right. like, we're not doing that. So <laughs> I think that was the thing that scared me. If it wasn't for that, um, I would have probably did it. One of my friends got hers done. Something happened at birth. It was just a horrible experience. And I, all of that stuff kind of like pumped fear in me. So if I wanted to get something done, it would have definitely been. I used to wear the push-up bra so they could just look big. And then it was like, I just like the look, but I was just over it. I was like, child, I just don't got the time. You know why I love it? Because when you look at your pictures from back then and now, you, you're still the same. You ain't got to be like, oh, you know that's true. Everything's still the same. Ain't, ain't nothing new. So I want to just get into like being a woman in the industry. Okay. Do you feel like girls that's like on a rise where they just get in a rap game, do you feel like it's important to like, pay homage to the people before us? Like, do you feel like, you know, it's a new artist, do we have to pay homage? I feel like you should. I just feel like just as a girl, as a woman, as a respectful thing, because there's gonna be a girl come up after you. Right. There's a, there's millions of fans that love you. And when they, what they take from that is, out of those millions of fans, how many of them may be an up-and-coming artist, a female artist, and they like, oh, I just love Carisha 20 years ago, and I'm in this vibe, and, what do I take from that? I, I don't think I got to respect her because I didn't feel like that. No, right. it's a it's a thing like, because this is somebody you love, you idolize. That's like saying we don't pay homage to Janet Jackson or Whitney Houston or the grace that came before us. You do because you love these women. Right. They paved the way, they've done so much. So when it comes to the rappers and females, I mean, I came into the game, it wasn't a lot of us. It was a few artists. And um, it was just one of the things when you met them, it was like a respect thing, like, cause you watch them, you seen them build on TV, you seen all the transformation they did. So it's an automatic instant gratification to like, oh my gosh, you like, you know, you really inspired me or I love what you've done. That's a, that's just come from yourself as just being a great person on the inside. Right. It's not even like kissing ass so I gotta bow down to somebody, no. But paying homage and like respect and, and just showing respect to just, first of all, another female artist that was before you that you really grew up listening to or you may have been liking or dancing or whatever off their music. When you see them, why not? Yeah, why not? So the, how do you feel about like now, it's like so many women like dominating the game. It's so many new mm -hmm. female rap artists. Like, how do you feel? Like, do you, do you see that and be like, wow, like what a time? <laughs> Definitely what a time, what a time, what a time. Because it's always been a tour, it's always been guys. Right. It may be one girl on a tour or one girl on a feature. Or it was the same rotation of us, you know. And now that it's so many, I feel like it's just different levels of music and artists and style. And even though it's similarities, mm -hmm. everybody still have a different story, a different struggle, a different come up. Everybody wasn't out shopping a demo and busting down a record label though trying to get a deal. Like, I didn't get my deal like that, you know what I mean? So, and you, so it's one of them things that when I look at it, I, I like it, you know? I just feel like, but it's women and women. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Women are catty right. creatures very women catty. are very catty they not you know it's a lot of guys they may not even like each other they don't mess with each other but they could work and make money together women this industry women they not that's not it i feel like that's a real big problem like huge i just feel like women just be like man i ain't i ain't reaching out like it's just like a and why it's an ego thing it's, it's a, a catty ego, thing but why ego, i don't know reaching out could be the biggest situation of of your career reaching out could 
change your career. Reaching out could give you a number one record. Reaching out could build a great relationship. Like you just never know what happens when you reach out, especially if it's something that you really feel inside. Because mm-hmm. a person can only do say one or two things, yeah or no. And, and even if it's no, for real, for real, don't take it personal. If it's a no, it is what it is. It may not be the right time. The time may spin the block mm-hmm. again. But as us being women and we just, the internet is just a craving thing, it puts that bad cast over it. And it just make it look like it shows what women are. Very catty, very insecure. Very insecure. You know, very insecure, very jealous. And imagine if you turn that into like more women that's connected. It's over for the game. Mm-hmm. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarone, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Celebrate 50 years of the Timberland original yellow boot and the culture that made it an icon. The Timberland Hip Hop Royalty Boot remixes the classic in a glorious purple waterproof leather with premium crafted details inspired by the four pillars of hip hop. DJing, graffiti, emceeing, and breakdancing. Get yours in select stores or at Timberland.com. Available in men's, women's, and youth sizes. Timberland, built for the bold. Ashanti always talking about like men wanting to change, like sex and exchange for like records and stuff like that. Did you ever experience that? Because I know Never. you grew up like around men, like, you know, came in the game with tricks. I came in the game very, I was intimidating. I, they didn't play with me. So I came in the game around all these guys. It's Trick, it's Ross, it's Plaza, the whole group of guys. So I was thinking like a guy. Like I had my guards up at all times. And I just, I mean, being around these guys, they did a lot. They did a lot mm-hmm. of a lot. And I was like the girl that was thinking, if I wasn't in music, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here chasing y'all at your hotel room. I wouldn't be at the tour bus, like, but it's girls that's, that does that. Mm-hmm. So, but just seeing them do it, it would it irked me so bad. And so I would just be, that's what made me just be so like pro-women. Like I just be looking at these girls like, girl, you beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. get it together, step it up. What are you doing? And And so when it came to me, I just always had that aura. Like when I step into the building, it's like intimidation or respect because I'm not going to play with you, so don't play with me. Right. And that's just how it is. Like, I never met no producer that wanted to, like, to exchange sex for beats or records or whatever. And thank God I didn't. I know. Because, I, I, I mean, that would have been a whole different beast of me, like, just being crazy and cursing them out. Like, you know what I mean? So I, when I hear these stories, and I've heard it before, and it's almost like, ew. Yeah, that's like... It's I, I like, never experienced ew. that because I would go to fuck off. Yeah, like, who, who are you? Like, a be- you, you want me to have sex with you for a beat? What if the beat don't even do good? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, come on, like, come real, on. How you know this? How you know this going to nah, be the that, that's not. that's not it. Like, Ooh, it just, we- that's cringy. You know what I mean? That's And that's corny. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just cringy and corny. But that's why I'm just happy I came up with, like, these guys. I stayed in my space, in my lane, so I was able to always know how to, like, handle like the male industry uh-huh. I was able to like be able to face them and if it was coming to do a song or a feature whatever that's that and this is business and business and pleasure don't always mix sometimes it don't not really uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> <laughs> wait wait but sometimes it 
A little bit. You know why? Because I for life. It's your man. Fuck everything, okay? Pack this shit out. I don't care about none of that. No video, none of these bitches, none of that. Hello. But guys don't really think like that. Uh You know what I mean? So for us, it's a more like, it's a different kind of connection, different kind of thing, different kind of vibe. Did it ever become a time where you like, because look back at it. Look back at it. That's so right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> little dick ass nigga, you better come down here. But look, <laughs> but look, so let me. Let... Trina, hold on now. That's why I separate you. I'm not going to die. I, when it comes to Trina. It's listen, the talk, though. That's the, the talk. talk. That's the Miami. That's just because we from here. We got a different talk than everybody from every part of the South, even up north, whatever, West Coast, our talk is different. Our slang is different. Uh-huh. And like that look back at his song, um, that wasn't a song that I really wanted to even do, that I almost didn't even make my album. Because mm-hmm. that was the time when it was like change. I don't, okay, that was like Nam Nigga on steroids mm. to me. And But truth be told, this is one of the songs that people love to this day right now. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing the song, it was like a trade-off. Because this was my album, and I was like, um, this is the part when I was like, I don't want to do this kind of record. Mm-hmm. I got this beat, and it was Killer Mike. I love Killer Mike. He's phenomenal. And I was like, okay, it's Killer Mike. I'm going to do it. But when he sent the record, I was like, oh, okay, we finna do one of these nail records. And <laughs> I was just, I had did so much other kind of records. At the time, I was doing a record with Monica, so I had told the label, I'll do the record, I'll do this record, if I can do the Monica record. I want both the Monica records. Mm-hmm. So I kind of tricked them into letting me, because I was really like trying to get, I was really trying to get like more of a different vibe, a little more melodic, just more talking slick. Mm-hmm. And that record just put me right back to where it started at. But it worked. Did you ever feel like, nah, I ain't gonna say that. It's too, it's too out. Yes, yes. Plenty of times, plenty of times I said it. So what would happen is when I would do the records, right? Yeah. And I, this is what I thought I wanted to say, because see, Truth be told, when I do records, I'll think of what I would want to say. And then if I'm in the studio, they'll be like, but that's not what the people want to say. They want to say the nasty verse. They want to, you got to be nastier. And I was like, damn. And it's coming from me, so y'all looking at me like I'm nasty. No, y'all are nasty. (laughs) That's how I'll be looking at it because it's like, it's not nasty enough. Right. Well, how nasty you want to be? And I remember I had did this record and I had let Trick hear it. And I was like, mm, you know, Trick, he just, his mouth, he just nasty. So I was like, well, let me just let Ross hear it. You know, Ross is a little bit different than me. So I let Ross hear it, and then Ross heard it. But Ross kind of had the same reaction as Trick, mm-hmm. but a little less aggressive. Right. He was like, you could go a little nastier, but it's good. And then I, I, I didn't feel comfortable with that. I need him to say, this is it. But when he said go a little nastier, it was just like... You know, so it just kind of made me feel like they're going to always want that. Mm-hmm. So I got to challenge myself and challenge them outside of that. And it was times when I was like, okay, I'm going to go next. You want me to say this? And then that's just filthy. Right. But they was like, yeah, that's what you want to hear. Them girls going to love that. And I would be like, I ain't going to lie. We what? love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, my what? Heart. I was thinking about her. I no. love it. I love it. I want to know, like, did you ever feel like you wanted to change your sound? Like, did you ever feel like I want to get away from that and I want to make some... So. Yes, all the time. Listen, I've changed. I did so many records that that people probably don't even know have acknowledged because you know fans is gonna stick to what fans want. Right. And a lot of these records wasn't even put out. This is like when the mixtape era. I was putting out different kind of records, like all kind of records. I couldn't even believe I did a whole house record. <laughs> and like when you think about it, then the label they didn't know what that was. They was like, no. Mm-hmm. But when now you hear you got Beyonce, you got everybody that's doing it. They love it. But right. back then. 
it's like, girl, yeah. this is not a dance club. Where are you going with this? But when I look and listen to it now, it's like, wow, I did this already over 12, 15 years ago. But they wasn't ready for that. Like, mm-hmm. if any records that I've done that was different than the raw, unfiltered record, mm-hmm. baddest bitch kind of records, they didn't know how to fit that in. Right. So I would just be like, fuck, put it on a mixtape. I didn't care. I would just put it out, put it out. But it never became like a thing to where just change the whole thing because it was like a new kind of, you know, a new kind of phase and everybody really wasn't accepting to that. Right. Like, only to the internet became bigger and now you're able to hear and see so much stuff, people be, you know, aware of everything. But at that time, they, they wasn't ready for that. Right, because I feel like sometimes... The fans be like, oh, we, we need a different sound. And then when you go a different way... They don't want the different yeah, sound. Yeah, no, like, they don't want a different sound. You can't go away from your sound. You got They don't stay. want the different sound. I did my second album, third album. Oh, it's a little too soft. We want to hear Baddest Bitch, but I'm I'm grown into the Baddest Bitch in a different phase. Like, it's levels to the phase. There's so much stuff has layered up on top of that, but you cannot explain that to them. Mm-hmm. So it's like an expressive thing, like going to the studio with what you feel, like making them making them love what you feel. What was your favorite album that you recorded? Like, what's one of your favorite albums? I think my album? favorite album is still the baddest. Because that's that was, like, my heart. I really, like, I had grown so much, and I had full control. The label couldn't tell me nothing. I didn't let them hear no records. I did everything I wanted to do, and when I finished, mm-hmm. I just gave it to them. Mm-hmm. They couldn't say nothing. They was, um, they was, like, in shock because I had to show them I know exactly what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Y'all just have to catch up. Right. And I just locked in the studio. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Studio, because once you let them hit the records, then they start, we're going to put a feature. We're going to do this. I was like, we're not doing that. I'm going to do it my way. And that's what I did. And that was like, but at that time, still the label, these is a bunch of guys. They wasn't really, they wasn't really caught up to speed. Yeah, like, they just from the streets. They don't really know. And I just had to, like, push forward with it because I was stuck in this phase. Like, this is my favorite album. Y'all not putting a lot into it. Y'all not doing enough marketing, enough radio. Everything just kind of at a still point. And it's because y'all don't really get it. The transformation of it, the growth of it, they they was just like it was it was too much for them. It was too much for them. But I was ready for it. Yeah, that's how I feel like that's kinda like with me and JT. We be mm-hmm. like, we wanna put out, they be like, nah man, it's this. We be like, no, I'm telling you, it's this right, it's this, <laughs> it's this record right here. Like, this the one that's gonna go. So I feel like the baddest speech, that's like one of my favorite albums. I could put it on and I'm like, you just give me the battery in my bag. Whenever I want to get on some bullshit, you yeah. my ladies. <laughs> this is my mood. Like, your music hits so different. It's like an alter ego. It oh like, gosh. it put the battery in our it's bag. It's like, <laughs> it's like, I ain't put a cook or clean. Baby sit on house heat. None Hello. of that. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you really live by your lyrics? Like, if you could, for real, if you could be fucking about an age, would you really... Would Not you? 10, no. <laughs> Carisha, no, okay? No, that's one of the things when I say, like, it rhymed. It went with the it went with the story. But when I think about it now, this is the craziest thing. We were just talking about this, and I was doing a song, and I was like, so when I do my show, I don't do that verse. That's not a part of verse. It's kind of like it's broken up into verses. And when I had to do this, this record and this song, I was like... They was like, no, you got to say that part. They was like, you got to say that part. 
I was like, I'm not saying that. And I was just like, you know, but at that time, it's like, that's that real Miami just being wild. Like, say what you want to say. It's unfiltered. If you don't like it, I don't care. And when I think about it now, it's like, yeah, definitely don't want to be fucking at this age of 10. And <laughs> definitely wasn't. But in the moment of just in the studio, it's like, this is the, era, this is the city of Luke. Like, yes. it's one of those things where it's just free. Like, you're free to say whatever you want to feel and say, and, and that's just how that kind of came out in the studio. The energy was like all or nothing, like all bars off. Like, we got to take this to another level. That's, that's just how I, I just thought, actually, coming off the road with Trick, because this was new to me. After the NAM record, it was like, where do you go from now? Right. And I just picked up different inspiration. It really came from the girls everywhere. I went. Everybody just would scream in this song, in this NAM record. And then I was thinking of what can I do that's that's gonna get the girls' attention. Mm -hmm. Like, that was the whole thing, because I was watching every show, like, taking little bits and pieces of what do I get from this? And all these girls that know this song word for word, I'm talking about the dirty version, and how do I make my new, my album transfer all this energy that I felt on the road? And it was like, talk that talk, talk that shit, because they want to hear it. Did you ever feel like it was like a role model? Because I'd be like, listen, I ain't nobody role model. I don't listen. like that title. I don't like when people say that. I I mean, I hear it. I just like to say, I would like, I just feel better when people go, like, you have inspired me in some way. It could be the smallest little thing, like, I've got over this situation, a bad relationship, or just feeling, you know, self-confident about myself, or my bringing myself up, higher frequency. Mm -hmm. But that role model, no, I'm not a role model, because guess what? I'm going to be sitting up here looking just like this now, but if you get me wrong, I'm going to cut your ass out. So don't start comparing the two because we, we, it, I'm going to make a mistake. Uh -huh. I may do something you don't like. Whatever the case may be, I don't want to be this, this, this person on the wall that you just say role model, role model, and, and, and then all of a sudden you see me and it's a bad situation. And it's like, oh, wow. So be prepared. Right. I'm not a role model. I am just human. Every day don't go perfect for me, and I do have my good and my bad times. That's why I stay off the internet, because I my, I would be clapping back all day, and I don't got time for that. It's so toxic. It's going to have an eyelash out of place. Somebody going to zoom in on that one little eyelash, and you going to make a big old deal about that. Girl, stop. Yeah. Like It just be like, stop. So I just, you know, I just, yeah, not a role model. So that's going to trick. Trick Daddy Dollars. Trick Let's Daddy talk about it. Dollars. <laughs> Chick over there smelling like motherfucking <laughs> Book and Hennessy. <laughs> Book and Hennessy. How was it working with Trick? Because Trick is like a handful. I just been in the studio like <sighs> Trick. Oh my God. Okay, so Trick, the good thing about it is with me, I didn't really get to work in the studio with Trick. I worked in the studio with Trick one time. Well, no, okay. A mo more than one time, but okay, when I did NAM, mm -hmm. I worked directly in the studio with Trick. Mm -hmm. After that, um, I would work by myself, and then I would like tell Trick to come to, to at the finish point. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be in at the same time with him. He's very opinionated, and he's honest. He's brutally honest. He's gonna be like, Nah, I don't like that. You gotta talk that. So it would it would just it would be triggering. So I had to like do my own thing. Yeah. Sometimes he like Trick hates the Diamond Princess. He feel like that's just soft. Like baddest bitch is it. He don't want to hear that. And that was another thing that was very like just a hard time transitioning to the next album and album because a man's ego and what they feel and it just always got to stay raw they don't care about you falling in love getting hurt get, they don't care about stuff like that so i will always do my stuff separate and then i would like bring them in after but working with him is a lot he's a lot <laughs> it's trick he's a lot you just got to know trick you just got to love him for years because it's a lot that comes with trick 
So, Trick or Treat the Morning Show, that was my favorite morning show yeah. I even called. You used to call in, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, taking my kids to school, because I take my kids to school every yes. morning. Yes. Uh-huh. I, I love the morning show. Why did it come to an end? Okay, so we had, the morning show was two years. That's the deal we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we could have did a three-year deal, but we opt out for two, because we, it was new for us. It's radio. We don't know if we're going to want to stay for three whole years. Right. And um, so we went with the two with an option to stay. Um, in the time of the two years, the first year, the pandemic happened. So that was like a downer for us because we couldn't bring in like artists. Mm-hmm. We started off with a few artists that came on the show, which was really good. Our ratings was really high. After that, we couldn't bring it. We was like on the phone, whatever, like, you know, Zooms, whatever. And everything was going good. Morning show was good or whatever. And um, I guess we found a program that was by Jill Strada, which was our boss. Mm-hmm. And she had us, the package of just everybody. And they felt like we went over budget. Mm-hmm. So by the time we got into our second year, our contract was up in like, I think you want to say November, because that's when we started like at the top of January. And so like around September is when they said, we're we just not going to be able to renew the contract. We just, we out of money. Y'all done ran the damn budget up. It's, oh, it's over. Yeah. And, um, but you know, whatever the program that Jill fell under, once they stopped the whole program, we all fell under that whole thing of, we can't afford this show. You know, and but it was a good thing. It was a learning experience. But it was one thing about it that I got a lot of respect for those that work a nine to five. A lot of respect. Yeah. Because just being an artist and just being able to have my own way, make my own money, do whatever I want to do. This was a privilege because Mm -hmm. it's it's our it's still in the field that we do music. But if I wasn't into music and I just had to regularly get up and go to radio, I wouldn't make it. We had to be there like at six a.m. Right. I had to be there at five because the show starts at six. Mm And I'm a person that gets up early in the morning. I get up at like 4 o'clock in the morning. But when I get up, my get up from 4 to 5 or 5.30 is my time. I don't want to talk. I don't want to answer my phone. Don't text me. Don't call me. I may post on my story. I may be in the vibe. I may, I may want to post some shit. Whatever I'm in my feeling, but that's Trina's time. Just because I'm up early, I don't want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. So getting up to get to that radio, girl. <laughs> and it is like, it's, it's radio, so it's morning. It's traffic. It's people calling in this question. Every day wasn't, I wasn't in the mood every day. Yeah. Especially because I work a lot. So the weekends, I'm doing shows. From the shows, getting to radio. Oh, yeah. It was something else. I feel like you ain't playing with Trick on that radio. I didn't play with I him like at all. I don't play with Trick like, in Trick, life. Please shut up. <laughs> <laughs> because you know Trick. Trick just, he, you just got to include Trick. And Trick is very opinionated. He's going to mm. always say what he want to say. And no matter what it is. And mm. he know me. I'm going to have something to say. You're not going to just say anything. Right. I'm going to have to check you because you still don't know what to say when it comes to women. Right. So I got to be the one like, shut up. Shut up. You're very misogynistic. <laughs> you very this and that. Like, just pipe it down a little bit. Mm. And even when he don't mean harm, it's just he don't know how to get it out. When he gets it out, it still come out wrong. So just be quiet. Right. Just be quiet. Trick. Just, trick. just be quiet, Trick. Just be quiet, Trick. <laughs> I remember when me and JT had first started rapping. Uh-huh. And, well, we yeah, we had all made our stuff. Fuck that nigga. Uh-huh. And I was like, JT, that's called Trick. <laughs> I was like, Trick, we need you to write us some songs. Trick was cussing us out. He had us at his house every morning cooking um, grits and shrimp for uh-huh. us, cussing uh-huh. us out. Telling us we need to dress at Dicky. Um, we need to go get us a Dicky set for the flea market. I was like, Trick, I'm not putting on no Dicky set. Eating booty game and all that. No, nobody's not a part of eating booty game. Nobody want to. Trick, no. So I was, no. Call, I was calling Trick. I was like, Trick, look, I need you to help me. I, 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 I want the trick. Where's you? Huh, yeah. Did you see that? 
Trent was sitting us records and stuff. I was like, Trick, listen, though. You, you ain't got no more. He's like, you got us. You got me fucked up. I remember he gave, he used to give me and Chase. He wanted to go get, a, get us our outfits. He wanted to oh see our outfits. Oh, my God. I remember we had wanted to go to the BET Hip Hop Awards. That's when uh-huh. we had first started rapping. We was like, Trick, please get us some tickets. Y'all wanted to go to BET? Yeah, Hip Hop Awards. It was in, That's when it was in Miami. Uh-huh. When I did the performance with Khaled or whatever. Yes, Trick lied. Oh, I told wow. us he was going to get us some tickets. Had us at his house. Oh, my God. Thank you for that. Had us at his house every day cooking comp fritters. <laughs> Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. So while we finna go to the studio, he got the lyrics in a, in a notepad. It was like a whole process with Trick. I was like, Trick, you know what? Oh I cannot lie. Like, no, he no, cussed no, no. us out. I was like, Trick, you just a lie. I don't see how Trick is a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. We gotta have our little separation of space. I feel like we need to take a shot. It's shot o'clock. Oh Lord, shot o'clock. So Carisha, I, want, I want a shot followed by a Carisha, please. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah, I like the dream. Okay, I like the feel it's time to get. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, wow. Oh my God. Okay, here we go. Shots. Salute. Cheers. Cheers. So I remember like growing up with you. Uh-huh. Not growing up with you, but you were taking me to the fair. I don't know if you remember that. I remember. But I remember that because I remember we went to the fair. It was like they had bodyguards. It was like Lara. Yes. It was me. It, like, everybody was like, Trini, Trini, Trini. I'm like, oh, my God, my God, I'm in Spavis. Like, oh, I just remember. I remember Carisha, like, you remember that? Because I will never forget that. Okay. It was like one of the moments I was just like, oh, my God. Like, this is really my God. Like, this is really my life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was at the fair. Everybody was running up to you. You had party guys. Uh-huh. It, it, was, it just was like a moment I would never forget. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to know that you remember, remember that. that. I couldn't believe when you first said it in public, like, you remember that. I remember that. I didn't that. think you was going to ever remember that. No, I remember that. Okay. I, I can never forget that. So, when you first heard me rapping, uh-huh. and you heard me like, you know. How did I feel? Yeah. <laughs> so, here's the thing. So, when I first heard your song, You and JT, I was actually in the studio recording my album. And um, it was a bunch of people in the studio. They came in the studio. They was like, you is not going to believe this. And I was like, what, what happened? And mind you, I had just saw you... Prior, when I had did, I, I was hosting a party, and you came out, you and your sister. I remember. Right, it remember? Was then, um, Davey. I, so after that, I um, I was so I'm in the studio. So they like, I, you know, you gotta hear this. You gotta hear this song. They was like, this is Carisha. I was like, no, it's not. It was like, no, it's Carisha. So I was like, put. I stopped the session. We put the song on. So when I heard the song, once the song finished, asked everybody in the studio with me. KD was in there. Reggie was in there. Alvin. Everybody's in the studio. The first thing I said was. They gonna blow up. That's the first thing I said. I know. And why I said that is because, to me personally, it was it was a true, like 
authentic, original vibe. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened with me and Trick. I wasn't going to like be a rapper in the studio with Trick. It's just Trick. Like, I'm just going to, I'm like, I'm thinking it's about to be like on Luke, Trina, it's your birthday. Just something quick and fun. Probably saying something slick to Trick or whatever. But when he goes, no, I need you to do like, he didn't even say a verse. He was just like, I just need you to talk your shit. Mm. And I'm like, but where? And when he played the song and I heard the empty space and I was just like, oh shit. Mm. So from that instance, and I never forget, once I did it, I left the studio after the whole big old debacle. The next day I was at a, get my feet done. This one guy, he's doing my feet all the time. He's like the person who everybody feet in Miami. And nobody else had heard this song besides everybody in the studio with us. And I played it for him. Mm-hmm. He went crazy. Right? And this is one of my gay friends, so he just went up. And when he went crazy, I was like, "You, want, I'm going to be saying that for real? He was like, I'm, he, he just, he, he amped me up so much, like, before anybody had heard it. So when I heard the song from y'all the very first time, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Because it's always that instant gratification of the unknown, of, like, the next thing that's just like, what's the mystery? You look good, y'all from Miami, y'all gonna talk that talk. It's something about Miami that's just, it's gonna give it every time. Mm-hmm. You can't lose, like, it's no way. The slang, the language is too slick. The slang is too slick. The hustle is too, it's too, too known. Everybody you know is, hu- from everybody you know is a hustler. Our whole generation, my generation, your generation, the generation before me, these are hustlers. Right. So it's no way to lose. And when I heard it, I said to them, I stopped my music and I said, oh, we got a problem. This what? is going to be good. This is going to be big. They going to blow up. I'm everybody. I told everybody that out of just out of nowhere because instantly it made me feel like when I did now. Right. Like, because nobody was expecting that. What was so crazy was when we did Fuck That Nigga, if you, I hate the song. I cannot, I cannot hear that song because my voice was like, <laughs> I was, I was like, I want to sound like Trina, bitch. I, I, I want that it. voice. And I hate it's your voice. voice. Sound like that. It's your voice. So, oh my god! When we did the song, I, we probably did the song like eighteen times. Every time I was like, I, 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 I wanted that voice. I was going for a Trina. Because oh when, when we did it, I was JT called me like, I want you to rap. I'm like, bitch, you want me to do what? <laughs> But I'm going to do it, but I'm okay, like so we, we in the studio, <laughs> and I'm just like, keep doing it in my, fo- every time I hear, I'm like, every time they play the song, I, we did it on tour, I, I told them, cut my part, I can't, oh the voice, God. I can't, because that's what I was going for, I was uh-huh. going for the Trina <laughs> sound, so JT, and it, it, it's just like still today, when I'm in the studio, I'm like, it's your Trina. <laughs> in the studio right I now. I want the nastiest <laughs> shit to say. And, and I'm going to motherfucking say it. And I'm going to say it. And that's just that. I'm going to eat. And that's what that, I'm going to deliver that. And that's what I be getting. Like, sometimes, <laughs> like like I said, when I want to get in my bag, play, play, play. Play all my ladies' names. Play something. <laughs> Play something. I need, to feel, I need to get in my bag. So oh, I just, my God. I, I got to come to your session. I never saw this for myself. But when I'm, when I'm in the studio, I, I think I'm you. <laughs> I be like, I'm just, <laughs> you better get down here and do you better get down here and what? <laughs> <laughs> and then you just be very coy, you smile and laugh about it, and just look pretty. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny because when I met Drake, right? Okay. We did in my finish Drake sent the song, mm-hmm. and then my first time he was in Miami, he had like a little um, album release party. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he said to me, he was like, some girl that he was talking to put him on to the city girls. Uh-huh. And he was like, you remind me of Trina. <laughs> I love Trina. Aww. And I was like, for real? He was like, yes. Like, 
you remind me of Trina. Like, when wow. I heard that, I was like, she from Miami, that's Trina. And I was like, yeah, that's what I was going for. That's what right? I was going for, right? Yeah, that's our God, mama. That's who taught me. Yeah, yeah, you got to like it. Trina. I love it. So I was like, okay. I, I'm glad they hear it. The voice, yes, the attitude. Yes, I'm glad they know. Oh, you're from Miami. This is the, you, you guys are the next thing from Miami that... This is like the stamp of Miami, like mm-hmm. seriously. And that's what I mean again when it's when I say like paying homage because like it's it's you, mm-hmm. it's JT after y'all from Miami. So you represent that to the fullest. And then there's a generation that will come after you that would definitely pay homage to that because y'all definitely changed a whole generation right. of girls. Yeah, you know what she, I mean? She got, I, I, I'm, we, we, we Jackie O and Trina. Uh-huh. <laughs> she Jackie O and Trina. I love it. Give me a diamond bra and a blanket. And you ready. <laughs> and you ready. What's so funny is that like, men always say like, you so aggressive. I'm not, I'm not aggressive. That's just my tone. That's, That's just, just my voice. That's what I was brought up on. Like, yeah. I'm not aggressive. <laughs> but if you want to take it as me being aggressive, then that's just what it is. Because I just is. feel like I'm not aggressive. It's my tone. But I can't help it. I'll be like, I need to tone it down a notch. <laughs> Nigga, I don't even know how to. But you don't know how to tone it down. <laughs> you got me fucked up. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get into the second segment of Carisha, please. Okay. What's your relationship status? Are you single, dating, or engaged? I am just vibing. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know what? I it's so much happened in this year. Like I just had to take a break just from everything and like just kinda like I just needed a break. I just need to just focus on me. Like I didn't want to date. I didn't want to be I didn't want to be engaged. I didn't, I was engaged in a whole relationship and um so much stuff happened. I can't function on that. Like I don't know. It's me. Like once, like when stuff happened, I kind of, I just kind of lost focus. You mm-hmm. know, like I had a lot of stuff that happened that was very hurtful and very like it took everything out of me. I don't feel like I could give my whole self to somebody, and I'm just feeling like that. I needed moments and times. I was like, yo, I just gotta fall back real quick, just to make sure I'm in the right space. And it's not about being in a relationship because being in a relationship is a commitment mm-hmm. and I'm committed but like I'm not committed to nothing I'm just committed to me because I, I just I wasn't in a happy space like everything happened just tore my life apart so that's the only thing I could focus on honestly you know what I mean and I know it sometimes it may, I be feeling like I'm, it's a little selfish but sometimes you got to be selfish with yourself mm-hmm. like in order to regain who you are and like you know, just to like reset, kinda. I felt like just being in a relationship at the time, you know, when stuff happened to me, I just, I like checked out. I checked out from the relationship, I checked out from everything that was around me. And I was just like, mm. Like I can't even give, I have nothing to give. Everything is, seemed like it's been taken away. So I just need a second to like figure it out. And I need that moment for myself to be, because I can't be happy with nobody if I'm not happy with myself. And I just totally was not in a happy space at all, in no situation, you know? And not that nothing has happened or nothing is bad, but internally, like when stuff. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Stuff happen and shit go wrong. Some stuff is like hard to process. You know what I mean? Like losing somebody is the hardest thing to process. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, I can't focus on no engagement. I can't even. 
engagement is like a happy space. Mm-hmm. You in happy land, you thinking about getting married, you thinking about all this good stuff. I don't feel that space. Right. Because I feel like something so, the most, one of the most heartfelt things has been taken away from me. My space is not in that space. And I don't want to like, no, I can get it. I can tell you honestly. I don't want to not give all of me because I'm not mentally there. Mm-hmm. I'm mentally in the processing phase of, damn, like, this is real life for me. And I, I just, so, you know, I'm just, just trying to just, figure it out. Just chilling right I'm now. just chilling, like, just by myself, trying to, like, process everything every day. So when he popped the question, I was you, did you see it coming? I was you really surprised? I did. And you met at Coach Stormy for... Um, I didn't see it coming. Mm -hmm. I was at a video shoot. It was late. It was about three o'clock in the morning. I was tired. My feet was hurting. We was doing the scenes over and over and over. So at that moment, I was like, man, I'm just ready to go. Let's get all our stuff. Let's ready to go. Cameras are still rolling. I was over it. Mm -hmm. And so by this moment, then it's like, let's get married. It just happened like out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And I was excited. I was real excited. I was like, like, wow. Um, I wasn't expecting it. I was so drained, though. Mm-hmm. I didn't take it all in. Like, maybe the next couple of days I took it all in. But, like, immediately after that, I went to work, to radio. And I was on the phone talking to one of my friends, and they was on a live mm-hmm. and happened to be on live. And um, I, I don't remember if they was on live and Stormy got on the live. I don't really remember how it kind of happened, but I was just like, uh, it was one of the things like I didn't want the world to know right right now. Like you know what I mean? I didn't even process it. Right. People was calling my phone and texting and whatever. But it was like three in the morning. I left. By the time I get home, it's like four thirty, almost five. I'm sleep. It's time to grab my stuff and go to the job. Right. So I'm still like with the makeup on from the video shoot. I'm gonna put on my pajamas and my flip flops, and I'm just in like over it. So when that happened, I was just like. I think I was just kind of over it. I was blown away. I was just going with the flow, but I'm not a person that even really do all the showboat thing. It is what it is. I feel like the more you tell people, the more they ruin it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not really happy for you as you think they are. Sharing everything with the world is not the best thing. Unfortunately, we live our life in this, so we everything is kind of exposed. And I just feel like if you see it, you see it. It is what it is. You're going to see it. I'm going to make sure you see it. Hello. But I don't even really got to say too much because I'm that bitch, really. You're going to see it. And I just leave it like that. I don't want to have to talk about it and say it's not important to say I'm doing X, Y, because if I was getting married, I wasn't going to be there anyway. So, <laughs> so what was the point? Like, it was really one of them, like, it, it, a, I'm more like, I, I've grown to the phase of, like, the real private. Everything I want to do is private. Even if it's like a little get-together, it's just a who's who's of the private. Right. Because everything else becomes a lot. We already got to perform in front of the world. You already got to do, you got to do so much in front of the world. Like it's certain, my best moments is when it's not exposed on the internet, when nobody knows about it. That's when I have the most fun. That's my most memorable fun time. Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah, I don't really care for the, I wasn't really too pleased by it. And I wasn't really, I didn't say much after it because I don't really think it's nothing to talk about. Everybody want to get the story. Yeah. But what's the story? Right. I'm just like, I, it just happened. Like, can I get a chance to like, Process it. Yeah, I mean, I was getting calls the next day, like, what color is the wedding? Where, when is it gonna be? I wanna make sure I get my ticket. Wait, what? It was, it started moving so fast, and then it, I, I just, I kinda shut down from all that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like working, so I need a moment. I haven't even soaked it in. When I did soak it in, I was happy. I was real happy. And then tragedy, and it was like, that just 
ended the whole happiness. You know, just for the moment of what I was feeling, I can't focus on that when I'm just in this space. I got to get out of this space yeah, and then move it's, forward. It's, it's really hard to, like, be going through a tragic, a tragic time and try to focus on a relationship. You can't. You got, so um, I think what you said was very important because I felt like I went through that in my relationship when my um when my baby father died. I was in a relationship, and it was so hard for me to, like, mentally just focus on my relationship because I'm, like, grieving. I'm going through mm-hmm. a whole process. I'm trying to process what's going on, but still... You know, be a Trying girlfriend. To be there to the just, person that you with. You know, yeah. like mentally. Yeah, it's hard. Be on the same page as you, but it was so hard, and I just felt like it was. It was one of those situations where I felt like, like I don't want to be in a relationship right now. Like, relationship right now, like I'm going through a lot. Like I'm trying to be here for my son. I know you're trying to be here for me, but I just need a moment. I just need a break. I just need you to go catch a flight, go be with your family while I just cope with this moment. It's, it's a, a moment. Lie. You gotta kind of. It's no words. It's nothing. Nobody could say. Well, it's no words. No matter all the love and support, it's still like a null and void. It's a dark space mm. that's never going to go away. Yeah. And you have moments where you sporadically go into that space. And then you have a son. Mm-hmm. And, and your son is the spitting resemblance of his father. Right. And his father is completely active in his life. Right. It's not like he wasn't around. He's there. That's all his son knows. Your son knows it's his dad. Right. So now you have to prepare mm-hmm. a whole mental space of, I got to cope for myself. Right. But I got to be stronger for him right. to keep going and pushing him and be able to someday explain it thoroughly because he really don't understand. Right. Because I That's remember a lot. it was like, I remember when it was like a time where I just wanted to like bust out in tears, but I didn't want to do it in front of my Boyfriend, because I'm like, he gonna be like, yeah, fuck you crying for, but you don't get you don't get it until you in that situation. Until you in that situation. And I felt like it was like he was trying to be there for me, but at the same time, I could I could see that it was like bothering him, because mm-hmm. I was like fucked up. I can imagine. I can imagine. It was just like I I get in my car and just go for a drive, and I just cry. Somebody you grew up with, somebody you know, like it's a lot to deal. It's a lot to process. And it's never gonna be, uh, it's never like, I un- it's never a phase where you understand. It's still always, I can't believe, like. Right, you can hear a certain song. And I can't believe it. Like, yeah. you could just look at your kid and say, I I can't believe it. It's right. just, it's a thing that's gonna go with you for the rest of your life. I, I, I feel like that was like very important that you took that time off to just focus on you, your feelings, and was selfish to. and to put yourself first, because it's I a lot. I had to, it's, it's no, it's so much to where, like you just in your mood, like you just don't want to be bothered about. You just need time to just like it's a process. It's a process. It's a real. I go through it every day. And you want to know? They say like time make it better. I feel like well, with time it make it worse. No, time don't make it better. It don't. I, I, I hear people say that like it's the time. It's one day at a time. That doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it feel better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it. It doesn't make it any lighter. It's just one day at a, at a time. Your your mind processes strength of of trying to deal. Right. Again, we could be having this conversation now. You could leave here, go in the bathroom, and have a moment and cry. Right. I do it all the time. I get in my car and be driving around. It could be a song. I just start crying. It could be anything I see, and it's just a trigger. But it's it's never gonna feel better. It's just one day at a time. 
you try to find a way to like deal with it. Yeah, because for me, I like counting about the holidays. I'd be like, and the holidays is gonna be the worst. Christmas coming, Christmas yeah. coming. So I feel like with time, it only it get worse for yeah. me because I'm yeah. like, damn, my son's turning. He about to be ten. Yeah, it's about to be another Thanksgiving. It's about to be another, another birthday. Christmas, so another birthday. Like it, it was, another day for his dad's birthday. All that stuff is that's gonna be that's your life, yes. and you gotta go through that until he's old enough mm-hmm. to carry himself. Because right now you're carrying it for him. He, he understands, but he don't really get it understand, like you understand. Right, right. And, you know, I mean, he could be grown 16, 18 years old, and then he may have different questions to ask you and trying to figure it out because he don't know. Right. But that's a lot that you got to carry all these years to make sure he's okay. So while we're just on the topic of, like, grieving, how are you missing? Like, I'm just in a space to where it's just one day at a time, honestly. Because some days I, be, I just be okay. And then some days I be totally like torn apart. Like, mm-hmm. like I be waking up like, am I in the matrix? Like this shit can't be real life. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. Like make it make sense. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it kind of, it could, it, that shit just really, it kind of, it could mentally disturb all everything you believe in. Mm-hmm. Like you could believe in everything. And then all of a sudden it's like, to the most high, I got so many questions. Right. They say don't ask why, how? Right. How can I ask why? Cause, I need to know and understand. And it's still like, it's a process. Right. Day for day, you could cry, you could scream, you could yell. It just comes the process of everyday healing. Nothing, nobody say, nobody could fix it. Nobody could, the friends, the family, everybody in the world could support, but mentally in your mind, you've already processed a certain hurt. Right. And that hurt is like embedded. And every day you're gonna feel that hurt mm-hmm. just by everybody around you that's affected by the hurt. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. So for me, I haven't processed right. at all. I, I'm still like, I be still waking up like I feel like I'm in a bad dream. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. Dream, mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't seem reality to me. Like, you know, this is. My grief is coming from like, this is a kid, this somebody that lives with me. Mm-hmm. So every day I gotta look upstairs and see you not there, or mm-hmm. or know you're not coming downstairs ever. Mm-hmm. What process is that? Right. How like? Sorry. I I'm scared to walk upstairs and walk by the door. I just want to peep in and just see a shoe or something, but I don't have the strength to do that. I just really don't. I just really, I don't. Like I just don't. I wanted to come mm-hmm. to the. Chinese. Yeah, and I, I got to the airport, and I was going to Toronto, and it was like a whole process. It was like, I had needed like a, to show my COVID test and mm-hmm. all, and I'm just like, I don't really want to go here. Like, I'm not even in this in space. So I feel like right I need now. to be showing my support and being there for somebody that I really love. And I was just so happy that I like, when I got there, I felt so good. I was so it happy. It made a big difference for us. I was it like. Did. Because when I first saw you, it was like I just broke down in tears. It was just the worst thing. And after that, it was just like the enlightenment of it, the energy of us just like rejoicing and just sitting back and getting into this moment to like celebrate. Because other than that, it was it was just this is, can't be reality. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and just getting out of the reality of it and getting into a moment of like. I know my niece, I know what she wants. This is her celebration would be. She would be so lit right now. Parisha's here. She would be upside down. Like, what? I remember when I came to your party. Yes. 
Yes, yes. And we went to the yes. club, and I looked at him like, girl. Oh, do you like, remember that? Yes. yes. Oh, my and God. And that moment kept clicking in my head. I was like, oh my God. it's so crazy how God worked. Like, I was able to. To have and do that moment, that yes. whole little moment. I remember making the, How we crazy was, is that? We was making a video. We had a time. It was we your birthday. time of our life we that to the night. Club, and I was just like, it's crazy how God <sighs> just, his timing is just so. Yeah. It's weird, but it's always on time. Yeah, and it's, it's just. You, you, you can't even, it's like, again, you have questions, but what do you say? What's the question? I just be trying to find the purpose of it. And I just feel like, and this is just my personal feeling. Um, like every day in our life, we got to just live it to the fullest, mm -hmm. no matter what that is. Because one day it will be our last time to live that right. life. We don't see that. That's the fear of the unknown. And you never know who's around you that may not be around for so long. So you can't take that for granted. You can't take those people you love and care about for granted. You have to really like love on them mm -hmm. because we all could just end up not here for any mysterious reason. And then it's nothing you could say or do. I believe that we all have a certain amount of time. There's an expiration date for everybody. everybody. We don't know that. We know we were born and even that is etchy. You may think you're born on this day, you may come another day a week before or a week after. But when it's time to leave the earth, we don't get to choose that. Mm -hmm. We just get to witness the pain of it, of the departure, mm -hmm. whether that's violence, whether that's through sickness, whether that's through whatever it is that is that thing, that's your thing. And it's nothing you could do about it. I don't care how much money you got, I don't care how rich you are, I don't care how many people you got backing you. I don't care where you live. I don't care how much diamonds you got on. None of that matters when your expiration date is here. Mm -hmm. You could do nothing but grieve, cry, and take that in. And that's something that we don't know. That's the scariest part about living. We don't, we don't endure that. But one day, we all may not be here. We all are going to the same place. It don't matter how pretty you look. It's just the fact, and that's, we don't live in the moment that it's a scary thing. Mm -hmm. You know, because we don't know. If right. you knew, you know, like, oh, this person is such and such time, I got more time to love on them. You don't know. Today may be the last day you may be able to love on somebody you love. But then that's that's within us, how we give that out. So you, you get to be safe with that. Oh, I was a great person, this person. I loved on them. I'm comfortable with that. I can't question or judge. Whatever the case may be, no matter how violent it is, no matter the tragedy of what it is, it's a time for us all. Maybe you have... 17 years of life or 71 years of life. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have three years of life. You could be three years old and somebody's kid is gone or you could be 30 years old and people are always screaming, oh, you're this, you're aging, it's old, whatever. Some of y'all not going to make it to 30. You're not going to make it to 40. You're not going to make it to 50. So the getting old, whatever, you want to be able to get older. Yes. You want to be happier for that because when you look around now, come on, like people are just leaving here like 40 years old like 30 something years old, 34 with disease, cancer, which is the, I, that's the worst thing I just think is creating the world. Yes. Like, I just don't really even, under, I, and yeah, we are not here because of it. And then what, like how, you know, like, but then that's the time that you were given to be on this earth. So you better live the best of it. And I just could truly say like, just for like sugar, 17 years old lived the life of 71 years of life. Yes. Her life was is lived upon as more than the average person you know. Is that the time that you had to be here, you had to show me so much and be on this earth for that time. Because other than that, I don't find a, I don't, it don't, it don't, it doesn't resonate to me 
your departure at such an early age. And we all say going too soon. What is really going too soon? Or is that really the time you had to be here? That's like a child not being here and being here for two years. And do is it right for them to go? Or somebody lose their child at two or three years old? No. But was it a time given for them? It's hurtful in all ways of seeing it, but it's what it is. And it's are you ready? Because that's the, that's the real key. It's not about what happened. Are you ready when it comes to your front door? Okay, let me just wipe that, my eyes and just take a shot. Yeah, that's let's shot o'clock. Yeah. Yes. We need shot o'clock right now. <laughs> that's, that's, that just changed Ooh. the whole subject. Oh, it just gave me the chills, but it's the truth. So we're going to just lighten it up, have some fun, and okay. just go into a whole different. Yes. <laughs> Take a shot. Shot. Take a shot to life. Like shots. Salute to life to us being here. So kids. Kids. <laughs> That's another thing. Go ahead. Say what you gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody wanna know why Trina don't have kids. Mm. Did you never not want kids, can't have kids, or you never felt like a man would like work through all your kids? Like Well, after three miscarriages, mm -hmm. I would have had three kids. Mm -hmm. Um, that was a lot for me. Yeah. A miscarriage. I mean, the first one was, oh, I don't think I really understood it too much. I was younger, younger. But then once I got older, and then that was the next one, I was just like, okay, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. What does the miscarriage mean? Like, I just didn't really get it. And then it just became a point to, like, third miscarriage. I was like, okay. Yeah. And it was like, what's the problem? Mm -hmm. Like, and then when my mom got sick, honestly, I just went into this phase of, I don't even want to have a kid and my mom is not here. Like, yeah. how do I raise a kid without my mom? Without a grandma. Like, the grandmas that we had, like, the, like, how? I I don't know. That's not the happiest thing for yeah. me, honestly. Yeah. Even to this day, so I'm thinking about maybe I got, like, two years left to have a kid, maybe? In my, in, in my frame to me, I feel like I'll give myself two years to have a kid. Do you want a kid? I want a baby. I don't know. The kid thing gets a little <laughs> tricky for me. <laughs> When they turn into the kids and they, when they get, no, no, no. Baby is so, baby oh is so sweet. They have like the sweet scent. And when the kids the start talking back. And oh the talking my. back. And, and, uh, yeah, and tearing baby. up stuff and writing all over the sofas. Ooh. and Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, I love kids. I think they are beautiful. But, yeah, for me, you know what? I'm going to be honest. And too, like, it, having a miscarriage, I was in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So that was like family planning. I was planning to have a kid. Mm -hmm. I was preparing for that. I was happy in that element. And then it just didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Once my mom got sick and then that was that, I was just like, it totally just, it was. Changed the outlook. It was just like, maybe. No, I it, I'm going to be honest, it did. It really did. Because I felt like I learned a lot from my mama. Mm -hmm. Like, that was the epitome of life to me. Like, mm -hmm. that's how I learned to be this person I am. I don't even feel like I'm equipped with everything that she gave me for a kid. Right. I'm going to give the kid half of what my mom gave me. Yeah. I'm not even half as gangster as her. Like, she was just totally another level. So I always think of that, even though I feel like I'll be a great mom, I feel like I could do my part mm -hmm. and my best part. But I think after the miscarriage, so I became depressed a little bit. By yeah, it. It, miscarriages are real. Like, it, it, it really puts you in, like, a... I don't think men realize that. Yeah, a deep depression. I think men realize, realize it's something, you know, they feel sorry you get over it. But for a woman, it's it's a mental setback. It's a mental thing. Because I don't know if you, for me, I think I was blaming myself. I felt like I was overworked. I was overstressed. I, I just felt it was a lot. I put it, I, I weighed it heavy on me. Yeah. I took all the blame. I didn't even care 
the doctor said it's not your fault. I didn't like that didn't yeah. that didn't register. Like, what you talking about? I don't know because yeah. what you saying this, but in my mind, this is happening. This is not happening. So, I I just felt like it was my fault more yeah. so. And then it was just I don't know. I just became discouraged more so, and then I just I drowned myself into work more so to than thinking about a kid. Right. You know, when I was in a relationship and it was a I was thinking of family, then it was a kid mindset. Yeah. After that, it was just like, let me get to this money. Yeah. And let me work because I, I can't let the miscarriage of not having a kid depress me. I don't think people really understand that. Yeah. That's the reason I work extremely hard because if I sit home every day, I don't even have to work. Like, for real, I could just really kick back in the island and vibe. Yeah. But then I, I get... Bored. I feel like work can keep us, it keep our mind off things. When it keeps you moving and yes, you don't have time, time to, to think about the yes, dark spaces. Yes, that's what I like about work. And if you really, like, has been through something now and you're grieving, like, if you stop working, I don't care how much money you're making, sit home and not work and see where you go mentally. Depressed? Exactly. I try to explain to people, the working keeps me innovated and motivated to, like, it, it kind of just stops the time of what you're thinking about. Right. You always have the thoughts. You always feel away, but it kind of not, you don't even dwelling on it. Right. Otherwise, I'm sitting at home standing still and like Depressed. dreaming, thinking about my mom. Yes. Think about, I, it's, my mind is going into spaces that it's, it's dark. Right. Like I'm I'm getting angry. I'm I'm mad. I want to call. I just I just be going there. Like yeah. really, I be going there. Yeah. So when I work, I'm traveling. I'm, look, I'm trying to occupy my time and my mind with other stuff. 24-7. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about dating in the industry. Mm -hmm. Dating in the industry. Yes. <laughs> Would you prefer somebody that's famous or non-famous? Like when it comes to like dating in the industry. Because it get tricky. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot. Famous. I know that's right. <laughs> okay, what I'm because I'm gonna be real, we're not gonna even we're not finna tiptoe around these in this question. When I say famous, meaning somebody that is worth your value. You put yourself in a situation, you make your own money, you get up every day, you show up for you, you look as good as you look. You should have somebody that's on your statue. You should have somebody that's able to represent yourself. Um, it's not really about, because we've all been where we started with somebody don't have a lot. But if you got somebody that you're building with and you, you're willing to build something with, then go for that. If you got somebody that's famous, then you go for that. And you always go for what's best for you, mm -hmm. what you feel good about, what mm -hmm. you feel good about. Who gives a shit about what they got to say? Because they not you. And they would die to be you. Mm -hmm. They would die to be in your shoes. So you can't get caught up into that, you know? And when I say famous, I mean, I mean somebody that's putting themselves in a space mm -hmm. of value to work to be able to be financially stable for themselves, to be able to make sure they're good, you're good, mm -hmm. and y'all working towards the same goals. It may not be, well, not the same goals, but y'all working towards goals. Mm -hmm. You got your goal, he got his goal. You doing your thing, he's doing whatever he's doing. You can't be looking this good and somebody's laying on the couch with their feet up watching a football game and they're not doing nothing. We not. That's not the vibes. Right. I'm gonna just keep it 100. Mm -hmm. If your feet is up watching that game, the vibe is up. Because now I'm aggravated. Now you're very aggravated. Unless yeah. you penthouse skyscraping. <laughs> Otherwise, we're not doing that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, in order to be comfortable and happy and, like, to be in a vibe of what you feel you worth and what you're working hard for, you want somebody to match that. Yeah, you want somebody to make you feel good. Feel great. Feel yeah. really great. Return feel beautiful. Energy. Yeah. Exactly. And make you feel like you that because otherwise, what are you doing? Yeah, like, what are we doing? Nothing. 
Now I feel like you my child. We're not doing that. We're not get, doing you that. You got to get up and go to work. We're not doing that. <laughs> We're not doing that. So I need somebody that's going to be up with the value and that's going to do what they got to do to handle themselves so we both on our vibe. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. We're not going to sugarcoat that and we're not going to downgrade that. Mm-hmm. We're just not. What's the best date a man ever gave you? Like, what's the best date <laughs> you ever been on? They uh, like blew you away. Date? Mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um... It's blew me away. Child, I've been on some dates. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, blew me away. Cause you know niggas like to do flashy. Yeah. So it's like, what a nigga ever do? I like? would, be, I would definitely say this is one of the times when it was just because this is not a holiday, it's not a birthday or nothing. It's just a random. What you doing? I'm at the studio. Leave the studio right now. Meet me here. Da da da. And boom, we jump on a helicopter, go to another island, have dinner, have the rest of the night. You know, the, the tequila's fun. It's a vibe. I think that was this one, because it's a mental thing for me. Like, I do so much. We travel. I thought that was a thoughtful thing, because I was working. Mm-hmm. I was in the midst of my album. I was stressed out. And I needed a, I needed a time. I needed somebody to just say, leave the studio now. Get off all this Hello. shit. Like, let's just go get on a vibe. Baby, I got you. I let, like, you know the vibe. <laughs> like, like, let's keep it 100. <laughs> say whatever you want to say, but if you've never been treated to that kind of vibe, you're always going to have something to say because you're never going to get it and mm-hmm. you're never going to understand. Mm-hmm. But once you've experienced that, the romance swept out of your feet, swept off your feet, that romance is next level. I ain't coming up off. <laughs> <laughs> you better not. You better not. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> so, you know what it is? Because it's all about you. you. You put in... You put in what you want to put in. You give what you want to give. You 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 control the narrative. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think for me, I just feel like I'm young and I'm having fun. And when you, you got are like, young, somebody you, that's just like winding down and you, it's like live your best life on a different level. On a level I come never had. from Miami. Miami. So I'm used to like the club days. Uh, nigga, you used to the yeah. so, <laughs> When I got a person just a jet picking me up and it's like flowers on the jet and now I'm landing and then like I'm on, I got an alley to myself for my birthday and it's like why not? what's the drone what's why the drone like, you gonna say no why not hello look at you you deserve that so how would you deal with or how if you ever dealt with like infidelity infidelity publicly like yes, how you sir, let's get into some questions how you deal okay, with okay so it? let me explain something to you okay so here's my thing depend on the situation mm-hmm um, I've been in a situation mm-hmm. before. Um, we were just on a different type of vibe. Mm-hmm. And is we talking about French? Because I want to get to him. We're not definitely talking about French. Oh, okay, but yeah, we, we, let's okay. get to him, but we're not talking about him. Okay. But okay. I've been in a situation where the relationship was. I feel like as women, we always give more. Mm-hmm. We gonna, if, if it's something you want to do and you like, you're going to always validate your set. You gonna let it be known, like I'm Carisha, I'm that bitch. That's the that's just what it is. Now in this relationship with me, I felt like that. That was that. I was it was being like everything you want, the world is yours mm. vibe. And he had a lot of stuff going on outside of that, but I knew mm-hmm. that, and it had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. I was young. I didn't care. I was living my best life. I was having fun. I was. Doing, you're not in jail. You're not chained down. Mm-hmm. Nobody owns you. Live your best life. Yes. Okay? You only get one chance to live it up. Why not? 
that's the life I lived. We had this understanding. So you, you're a grown man, grown, grown man. Yeah, in this situation, I am now. I am now. Like, okay, well, you're a grown man. When you're a grown man, you call the shots, you feel whatever. If you a grown, you're a woman, you young, you pick and choose what you want to deal with and what how you want to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Nobody could ever play you. Only you could play you. Mm -hmm. You never going to get played. First of all, you from born and raised in the county a day. Let's start with that. Mm -hmm. So guess what? How you handle your situation is how you handle your situation. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about what else is going on around there because I've got nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. You're not them. You do what you need to do for mm -hmm. you. So I've done that. Mm -hmm. Now, when I became in a relationship, yes, and it was infidelity. This was, I'm living with you. We're about to get married. This is a whole different vibe. You cheated. I didn't, I found out. So this is the hardest thing for me to deal with. I knew you cheated. I waited four months before I told you you cheated. I knew four months. Mm -hmm. People don't know how to hold that kind of trauma. Yes. Because I'm ready to tear up the house, like burn it down, like just <laughs> wild out. But I had to think for real, for real. Okay, in a situation like this, what do you do? Mm -hmm. When you find out somebody that you with, you love, it's your man, your man, my man, my man, and they're cheating. Um, if I tell you I found out what you did right now, everything ends. Mm -hmm. I'm, am I ready to end it? I'm not ready to end it. So I got to play. I got to do what's best for me. I got to play these cards the right way. Um, if I blurt it out now, we're going to get into it. Blah, blah. It's gonna Either way, it goes bad. So I waited. I waited for four months. I sat there. I was not happy. I was just trying to be the best person I could be because, again, this is a professional man. And you're a man that has kids and everything. I didn't have kids, so I always want to be the person that's giving the benefit of the doubt and being the great person. And don't don't get projected of this persona, the baddest bitch, because at home with Katrina. Right. And so I had to I had to understand my feelings. At this point, I'm hurt. I'm 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 like thinking this person I'm about to marry. I had I'm having a child for. I was I was in a very just a space mm -hmm. and how do I say I know that you're cheating without it being over and I'm not ready for it to be over mm -hmm. and once I waited whatever and when it came when it hit the fan it blew up and that's what happens it's like a resentment thing it blew up because you're holding in all the stuff you feel you're up. holding up your manners you're building up how how intense this situation is and it was a disaster for me I was hurt I was broken like, I felt like everything had just failed. I was, I went through it. But, you know, it, maybe people didn't see that because I held it up. But I was going through it, through it, through it. But I had to make a wise decision. Do you go through it and go crazy and say what you got to feel now when you end this now and you're not ready to end it? Or do you give yourself time? Because when you know you got to, when you're going to leave, you're not coming back. And that's what I had to do. It was the hardest thing I ever had to do when it comes to a relationship. But, again, only reason I decided to leave is because not... I mean, infidelity when it comes to these guys, what's infidelity? A guy that's not going to be faithful? Mm -hmm. How many of them are faithful? How many of them are faithful? We talking about a man's world here. Let's be very clear. For people that want to get it twisted and feel like, oh, he got that like My, stop. My, stop. They got temptation. That's every day. They do it's a show. bad bitch every day. It's a beautiful woman every day. Somebody that's better, prettier, younger, older, whatever, every single day. It's about what you bring to the table. You, what you give, the energy that you give. Nobody can replace that. Mm -hmm. I don't care what she doing over here. I don't care what she doing in Canada. I don't care what the bitch doing in Europe. It's not going to give the vibe that Carisha's giving in 305. <laughs>
Let's be very clear, okay? So don't ever get that twisted. Let's be very clear. Don't get that twisted. And that's, you can't control what a man's gonna do. Don't even ever try to fix yourself to do that. Let them do what they gonna do so you can actually see what they wanna do. And that's just the end of that. And whatever it's gonna be, long as you know you providing the vibe that you provide, always come back if they ain't come hard, back it's hard to find another vibe if they no you it ain't no other vibe doesn't believe that it's not another vibe and if they ain't provide it once they it's hard to find that vibe mm-hmm. so once they once you know you put that out there you already know what it's gonna be they whatever the story gonna be they coming back they coming back for whatever reason they coming back for it's up to you whether you decide i'm dealing with you because we're on this vibe we on whatever we on we on this kind of time if you're gonna do your thing or do xyz whatever I'm not, that's on you. Yeah. That's you. Do your thing, baby. Have fun. Live your best life. You're not in prison. I don't want you to be in jail. I don't want you to feel restricted. Yeah. I don't want you to feel chained down. I don't want you to feel nothing. Live your best life because I'm going to live my best life to the fullest. I'm going to make sure you see it. Church. I'm going to make sure it's already taken care of. I'm going to make yeah. sure it's well done. Do what you got to do, but just make sure this right here is looking it's great. And that's the end Preach. of that. Trust. And that's the end of that. It's nothing else to say about that. Yes. We're not talking about, we don't have to explain anything to anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's just that. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go back and forth. We, we don't, we're not doing that. Everybody have their choice of what they want to do and how they want to do it. And some of y'all and most of y'all is not even doing it Ooh, at all. <laughs> y'all not even doing it. So we not even going to get into those things. So let's just be, let's, let's stay with the, with the security. Mm-hmm. We secure over here. Mm-hmm. And this is what it is. Like in this industry, these guys, these, like you respect somebody for what they, what the energy and the respect they give you. Mm-hmm. Not because you mess with this person, or you cheat, or you do whatever. That's on you. That has nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do with me. We're not married. We don't have a. We don't sign a piece of paper that you owe me. I'm never gonna do that. Right. That's not our tie. So do what you gotta do. You're not in prison. I'm not your P parole officer, your P or any of that. Live your free life. Cause guess what? Carisha gonna live hers, and I'm gonna look good, damn good doing it. I'm gonna make sure you see it. And that's <laughs> the end of that. And. And there's no other vibe like the Carisha Please vibe. So go ahead and live your life, baby. And that's the end of that. Ooh, and we'll see you when the gifts are rolling. What's up? <laughs> Next. Next. For real. <laughs> so we're going to get into the smoke. Okay. The smoke is it's real smoky. Oh, Lord. Smoky time. So shoot, do you want to do a shot or you want to just get into the smoke? Um... Let's do the shot, because okay. I'm gonna need a shot. We're we gonna take a shot to the smoke. Okay, shot to the smoke. Carisha, please. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Smoke time. Lil Wayne or French Montana? Lil Wayne. Why? Um, totally two different people, two different artists, two different totals, whatever. I was engaged to Wayne in a whole real relationship with Wayne. That's a whole different phase. Uh-huh. Like, and me and French, we were friends, so that's a whole different situation. And Wayne and I had a total different relationship. Totally different. Ex-Lil Wayne, who the five-star bitch is. (laughs) (laughs) We had just a different relationship. Like, Wayne is just a great person. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just a real, a real, real great person. We had no issues. He wasn't, it wasn't, oh, he's a cheat. It was never nothing like that. We was just young. Mm -hmm. I was young. He was younger. And it was just one of the things, like, that was just a lot. It was legendary. It was a lot, though. It was legendary. (laughs) It was a lot, yeah. It was a time. So, that, and that it, was out of Black History Month. I'm going to just let you know that. <laughs> and so, see, but with that being said, it's one of those kind of things. That was a lot of pressure on us. Uh-huh. You know, just being, like, in that moment, in that time as well. And, you know, Wayne... Wayne's just a good person. Like, he's just a great person. He's just a great human. Uh-huh. He has a great energy, great heart, great spirit, all that. 
Um, I got mad respect for Wayne. Like, mm-hmm. totally mad respect. So, let's just talk about French. So, when he when he felt like he was doing his big one or whatever he thought, like, hi. Because I remember I was one of the ones that was trolling his ass. Like, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> hey! Trolling his ass. Don't motherfucking play. Um, so, like, he thought he was on his big one? I don't know what he thought. I was just, I was just, I was just thinking maybe that's what he It thought. wasn't big enough. Yeah, it, it wasn't, it, it ain't, wasn't giving that. It's not giving now. It's not like, lasting. Did it thought, last now? You, you couldn't have thought that. But did it last you now? You thought you are we, to are we here now with it? it, it. Are we here with it now? <laughs> okay. I think we probably forgot about it, but. I mean, let's just say, like, don't get me wrong. French is a cool person. Like, me and French had a great relationship, like a great friendship. I learned a lot from French. Like, he, he's just a different type of individual, but... Well, he tried to, oh, he thought he was on his big one. It wasn't big enough. Not for me. I'm the wave. I'm like the wave of the waves. So I let you do that, and that's cool because we're not in a situation to where I own you. I got to say what you can or cannot do. You going to do that, then move. That's why you moving. I'm going to move out the way because I'm just that bitch for real. And I'm going to watch your whole shit crumble down because it's not going to go. But how long is it going to go? And it's over. It, 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 and I'm still that bitch. So we're it, it, it we not doing really. It, it didn't give anything that you thought it was going to give at all. And I'm just, and it never gave what you thought it was going to give. And if you thought it was going to give that, you can't go against the, like, it's me. The queen. Let's be, let's be very clear. You the can't. Baddest. <laughs> That's just the yeah, cornbread. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they know the vibes. They know the fucking vibes. You know the vibes. They know the vibes. You thought you gave your big Don't one. Don't cross that you bridge. Didn't. You cross that bridge right there. Like. <laughs> you ain't crossing the bridge. Like you can't cross the bridge because of me. Hello. I am the vibe I of Miami. Yes, Let's right. be very clear. But it's all good, you know. Like it's cool. Like I don't got no problems with French. Like I saw him at. Um, I think it was Puff's concert in Miami. They had a concert of a show. I came out to perform. So we kind of like hashed it out or whatever. And just. This is what you call mature grown. Like, even though you did some weird shit to me, I could still look up beyond that and past that and be like, man, because I know the person that you really are. And I know in your wildest night of bad batch, you thought it was your big one, yeah. but it wasn't. And now that you have a clear, sober mind, we see that it's not your big one. That's all I'm going to say. That it manifested anything. Period. And that's just the end of that. Yeah. And it's cool. And it's all like, it's love. It's high French and all that. But it's high. I love but I mean, you. I have no beef. It's like, I don't have nothing bad to say about you. Like, you didn't do nothing bad to me. To the public. Because on the internet, it feels like, oh, it's something bad. You can't do nothing bad to me. I got my own. I came with my own. You came into my own. Mm-hmm. Like, and 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 I, I upgraded shit that was around you. Let's be very clear. Let's so, be very clear. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do the big ones around here. Okay, I'm the big shark in the tank. Shark tank, okay? <laughs> Trudel, please! Please! <laughs> so, James Harden mm-hmm. or Kenya Martin? It's not even a comparison. Because, no, let's, I'm just saying, like, Kenya was somebody I was in a relationship with. Like, we was together. It was a whole different situation. Um, I looked at it as a total different thing. James Harden, he's cool. That was my friend. He was a good person. He was younger. He was just, he was just growing. He was just doing his thing. Like, he never did nothing wrong to me. But I'm, I'm grown as fuck. So when you come to me, you got to come correct. Like, you got to be really with the shits. And you got to really stand on what you say. Otherwise... stop okay so it's just like that's a different kind of thing like 
Kenyon and I was in a situation, a relationship, and it happened, it did what it did, and you know, things just kind of fizzled out. But with James, it was just, we was, we was vibing, you know, and he had a lot of growing and stuff to do, and he's a great person, he's a fun person, he's active, but let me explain this. When you are a woman mm-hmm. and you're dealing with a guy, even if the guy's older or not older, whatever the case may be, you got to know what you're willing to tolerate, what you want to do in a situation. Not about him. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. How do you want to do it? Mm-hmm. And you play that by yourself. If he want to do that, then let him do that. And that don't mean you got to do that. But if I want to do what I want to do, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And, and when you have these guys that are coming in the industry and they new or whatever, you can't control what they do. Yeah. We're not... Prison reform. I'm not, not your mother. We're not, I'm not your mama. I'm not trying to babysit you and put you on a pamper and put you to bed at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Like, we got to figure out a strategy. We got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And to be mature, not even all the way adult, but mature, mm-hmm. I feel like when you mess with a younger guy or some guys that are just starting out or whatever, this is new to them. This money, this lifestyle, this experience, them going out. Some of these guys never been to the strip club before. Yes. We come from Miami, the home of the strip clubs. So when you a guy, you just and you you just eighteen, you just twenty one, you probably hit the league or the basketball or music or whatever, and you get to the strip club. This shit is wild to you, wild out. Girls are swinging from around this shit, just going crazy. This is a lot. You ready to get your first batch of thousand ones and go nuts? And we gotta let you do that. Mm-hmm. You can't be bitter, Becky, on the side like. Oh, you throwing too many ones. Oh, you doing that. No, baby, that's not the vibe. You got a vibe, shorty, or it's over. Yeah. And if you're not with the vibe, you you in the wrong situ- I, you in the wrong environment. Yes. You in the wrong environment. So I just understood like with 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 um with James, it was more like let him grow and live his life and have fun and do what he need to do. And that's just that. We didn't like not we didn't stop speaking to y'all boys. I curved all y'all. <laughs> Every last one of y'all, and, and I and I call y'all name because I'm true to stand in my truth and say what y'all did that wasn't the vibe for me. But we're still cool. It's no disrespect. I don't have no hard feelings. I'm not rolling my eyes at you. When I see you, it's love. Yeah. But we wasn't just in the right time. And that's just what it is. And I feel like as women and men, we should be that way. I don't need to turn my nose up and me leave the party because you came in the party. Why? Right. We're in the same party. I'm going to be saying this bitch looking good. Okay, so I hope you came and brought your best suit on because you're going <laughs> to definitely feel this pressure. Believe that. So what I'm saying with that, it was just a different type of, yeah. you feel me? It was like, a different time. It was something Different new. time, different vibe, different energy, new but money, it wasn't everything. like in a relationship. Was with the baddest. <laughs> be lucky you got to experience the baddest. Ooh, Let's woman. be very clear. Yes. Be lucky you got yes. to experience Fuck the baddest. Shit. It was a good time. You can't spend a block, though, but we had a good time. Thank you. We had a good time, okay? That's Let's enough. be very clear. That's a- so, what? <laughs> so is it true that you was really dating Tory Lanez? Tory Lanez and I, we wasn't dating. Tory was just my friend, but he liked me. And I just felt like with Tory, um, I met Tory like at a weird time, like at a time when it was like right after the whole French tobacco, the whole situation. And I met him through like just other friends that came to the studio. People, I was I was in this space um, after, just like, okay, I got to work. And when I worked, um, some of my friends came and they brought it. I got, I got some producers, I got some new beats or whatever. And they came and one of the people that came to the studio was Tori. Mm. Now, mind you, I had a song that was sent to me, well, a beat that was sent to me with the hook. And the hook was um, Tori. Mm-hmm. 
but I didn't know who he was at the time. Mm. And so my team wanted to take him off the hook and put somebody else on the hook. Yeah. But I really liked the vibe of the hook, but we just didn't know who the guy was, mm -hmm. which was the most embarrassing thing <laughs> because the night he came to the studio and I'm like, well, he's like, so let me know what you're working on or whatever. And I play all the songs and I play this song and he's on the song and I'm like, I'm like, I really like this one, but they like, they trying to put another big, you know, like an artist with a name or whatever. He wasn't out like that. And when he, when he bust out, I was like, that's me. I was, <laughs> I was so, I was just shamed because I was like, I already liked it. I liked the guy on the song, but I get it when it comes to the label. We got to put somebody with a bigger name to make the song bigger. And when I, when I realized it was him, I was like, oh, shit. So we end up meeting, we click, and he was just a cool person. He was real. He was real young, mm. and I was real advanced. And I'm really, the, I'm not with the shits. Yeah. So you gotta not play with me. He didn't never come at me like, oh, we want to talk and do all that. It was more like, I'm like, he brought, he just was bringing music, mm -hmm. a lot of music. So I was drawn to that energy. I was at a space where it was down. I needed to work, and mm -hmm. I, I like what he was doing. But at the end of the day, he was also real aggressive and growing and trying to be his own artist. And I respect him for doing that. So when I took the song from him, Fuck Love. That was a song that he had did, I don't know, years previous to meeting me. But at my time, it was right after the whole situation with French or whatever. So everybody thought, oh, he's made a song about him. No, it was a song that came to me that had value to where I was at in my space. Right. I just remember taking him to the radio station, playing a song, like, just giving him that whole, like, and he was just so adamant about, like, I'm going to be the next biggest artist, whatever, whatever. So just being, like, in a space of somebody that's, like, as hungry, hungrier than you, mm -hmm. that's going to push you. That's how me and him, we really clicked like that. Like, mm -hmm. we are in a relationship, it wasn't that. Like, I don't feel like, I'm, I'm a lot. I'm too much for, I'm too much. Too I'm grown. too much. Too, too grown. grown. So we're going to have a little fun, complete the fifth, but okay. if you do, you got to take a shot. Okay, oh Lord, plead the fifth or take a shot. So, rapper or athlete? Rapper or athlete? Oh Lord. <laughs> rapper or athlete? Um, You know what? Because I've endured both, um, it's different. Athlete is, it's, it's different. Athlete give me, they give me structure. A lot life of structure, too, a lot of organized, serious. like an organized crime. You going with serious. the rappers, I ain't taking no shit. Let's drink it up. No, but they like to have fun. It's a fun thing, it's but too much. It's because it's an organization, yes. so it's rules. We don't have no rules. We live life on the edge. Like if we wanted to like be upside down in this balcony, we can't. If you're an athlete, you can't because them legs got to be insured to make sure you hit that court. Hey, so it's a different. No, no, it's a lie. No, I need, I yeah, need to we, bust this nut right now. Yeah, we can't. We can't. We can't really. Yeah, we can't really. Yeah, we can't really bust no nuts for the game <laughs> because you out of commission. You are you you getting bad plays, and if you a known girl, and they gonna say you the reason. Yeah, yeah, nah, bad performance on the court. Oh, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna go with the rap. Yeah, yeah, we gonna go with the rap. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you like a shaved dick or, or, or no? Not do you like a shave or a hairy? Oh, no, not no hair, because I don't want no hair in my mouth. Get that shit out of here. I'm just dead serious. I don't want no hair in my teeth. I don't want it in my throat. I don't want to swallow. I just, I'm not a person that want to swallow. Or I don't want, I'm not sucking it to the, and it's, uh-uh. Yeah. Just keep it nice and all the way, yeah. just, let's keep it um, male groomed. Ooh, keep okay. all that extra hair, all that extra bacteria, all that lip balls, <laughs> all that shit that come out your box. Keep all of it away. We're not doing that. No, I don't like that. Okay, so this is a good one. This is a fun one. I'm going to throw <laughs> okay. out there. Peer coach. Peer coach who's Keith QC. <laughs> wait, 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 oh my God. Wait, Krisha, wait, wait. Oh, Peer coach. You can take a shot. Um, 
okay. <laughs> I ain't taking no shots. That's what we trying. I'm trying to get. We gonna get to this. We not. We not skipping over the questions. P or coach? Me being the girl that I am. Um. Damn. I cause I, I gotta say two questions, two answers, but I know we're trying to get to the one thing. Um, uh, is a shot about? I'm not taking no shots. Um, I'm not taking no shots, but P or coach. We talking about P and Coach from QC, correct? <laughs> P, okay. Um, I, I must respect the P and Coach. Don't, why would you put me in the spot like that, P or Coach? Because it's it's it's. Okay, let me, I'm gonna I'm break it to you like this. Okay. Katrina will take Coach. Uh-huh. The baddest bitch will take P. Ooh, but P is all that. the girls want to fuck with P. So I'm I really I don't like I don't like the guy all the girls want to fuck with. I like the man that's on the other side that's keeping all the bitch. So that's why I say Katrina is going with Coach. The baddest bitch is gonna go with P, cause that's just yeah. Get the deli on popping this up. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's, it's you feel okay, me? It's like tough. that's just the vibe. <laughs> is it true that you dated Missy Elliott? No, Missy. I love Missy, but no shit. I should have. She's so bossed up with the bag. <laughs> like what? But no, I did. I hit it a lot. People always ask it, but I didn't. I really never dated Missy. Like Missy is just like a great person. She was a big inspiration to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first person I really learned a lot of shit from, mm-hmm. for real. And not, and I mean like working in the studio with her is different, but I learned, that's how, for real, I learned how to make sure I, make sure my money is right in the industry. Mm-hmm. I learned that from Missy. Not even the music side. Once the music, we, we talked about music, but what Missy taught me was more so about like making sure all your shit was together, mm-hmm. making sure your money was good. Like she's a different kind of person when it comes to like what she knows in the industry. And I didn't really get it. I mean, I'm young, I'm new, I'm young. I'm like, I ain't even really thinking about that. Everything's straight. We making money. We out here, we vibe, we selling records, we doing shows. But it was bigger than that for her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and Missy's like the only person I've ever know, known as an artist that never have their records leaked. They have, they never have issues. It's the way she moved her set. Mm-hmm. And I just learned that, like, from her. You know, when you just knew and you young and you just don't know no better and you just think everything's a party. It is a party when you start, but that shit get very business. Yeah. As more you grow, more albums you put out, you start realizing, like, no, like, I got to make sure I'm good for yeah. the next 10, 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. If I got a kid, I got to make sure everybody's good. I got to make sure, like, I, I got to just make sure this shit don't fall back and I'm I'm not in the space where I could be. I'm not got a roof over my head. I, I'm not living good. I'm not making sure my business, my mechanics, all the shit that goes in this industry for us on our business side, I learned from Missy. Mm-hmm. She's one of them people that was like, I don't have the budget like Beyonce. I don't have the Mariah Carey budget. I don't have this, but I'm going to make it work for you. I'm going to make it work for your label. Don't worry about it, X, Y, Z. The label was... We don't got a budget for no Missy Elliott. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you got to find a budget. Videos is a million dollars. They went through all of that. And I just, it just, it, I grew a lot just from that. Always be in a room with somebody that got more than you. Yes. Always. That's how you excel. That's how you learn. That's how you stay into this game. Uh-huh. If you the biggest person in the room, you got to get in another room. Yes. Get in another room. Because that means you have excelled where you are at right now. That's how I, that's how I learned to stay. So, in my era, I'm the biggest in the room. I got to get in another room that's bigger than me. Mm-hmm. That's how I always look at it when it comes to women that's above and of power. I always want to be around somebody that is getting more than me because yeah. they got so much more to teach me. How the hell did you get this? How the hell did you make $3 million in a year? I want to be in a room with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's how I look at her. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I look at Missy as. Okay. I, I feel that. Head or sex? 
head Ooh. all day, all night. Like 24 <laughs> hours, run the block with it. That's just me. I'm saying I, sex is good. I love it. But I'm not a person that um, I get off off the head first and head after enduring it, all that. I need all that first. Sex is like, it's me. I'm going to make it. I'm going to do I'm gonna what I do. I'm going to do what it do. I'm going to do everything that it do. <laughs> I'm going to ride it, climb it, all that, back up on it, drop it down low, look back at it. But I'm going to need to get that head. I'm not, and now when I say head, let's be very clear. Men, head is, head is not like just licking on you. and That's not head. Head is like not stopping till you have an orgasm. Mm. Head is like not stopping till the legs are shaking and Ooh. you can't move them or you want to. That's head. Not just, oh, because I did let you ready to start having sex. That's not head. Let's stop that. Yes. Let's stop faking and acting like we're getting so pleasured and pleased off of that because we're not. Because then you want more. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're not fully going to go there and give the head until a woman have an orgasm, don't do it. Because you're wasting time. Stop licking. Stop. The licking is, is <laughs> making it just extra wet and making a mess like a little cow. A little... Now, stop. <laughs> get on this thing and do what you got to do. Like, put them out. Like, let's get into that. Uh -huh. It's definitely head. I'm a... I need head first. I need to come first. And then I need head again, and then I need, yeah. And wake up, and I need more head. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, let's talk about the head. <laughs> this girl's crazy. <laughs> okay. Spit or swallow? Both. Oh, spit and swallow. Spit and, spit and swallow. Me, um, hmm. I'm a spitter, but. It depends on the man, yeah. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. It definitely depends on who, what relationship that you're in with that because we're not swallowing. Don't even, we, if this your man, my man, my man, you mm. better swallow. Mm. I'm talking about swallow. <laughs> no, open and swallow throw, the third throat, swallow. If that's your man, your man, your man. But if it's just like, I'm just in a vibe and it's like Deleon for the night, then spitting is cool. Yeah. But if it's your man, your man, your man, why not swallow? Because he's about to, he needs to swallow you. Ooh. Like all, yes. like that means orgasm, like. Come on, we not finna play games. Like, let's just keep it 100, like, for real. Okay, do you prefer, cause, you know, some women, they got their preference, big or small. Like, a, you like a big, thick dick or like a skinny? I don't like nothing small Ooh. and skinny. I don't care. About, and I don't know why women play it. Let's just stop as women. Stop lying. Stop saying small and it don't matter. It matters. Ooh. And if it's small... You better be eating the whole body alive, like a whale. Eat the whole body into your mouth like a whale. Because what is you offering? I'm going to be keeping 100. We got to be pleasing. We got to stop. I don't understand women that fake orgasms. Like, oh, I just fake orgasms. How, how is your man going to please you or whoever you are going to please you if you faking orgasms? I'm not fake. I don't care if it take you two hours. You're going to suck it until I come. <laughs> I'm serious. I know that's right. What do you mean? And, and if, you, if it takes so long, you're not doing it right. Like, let's be very clear. Uh -huh. So... When it comes to that, big or small, like you don't want no big, oversized, well, I ain't gonna dick. lie. I like an anaconda. You do, mm -hmm. but I experience when it's like I can't. I just like you I can't get you, off it. I need you to like it. Got to be soft, and then you like work your way until it get big. Mm -hmm. So small ain't gonna work. Like don't even play and lie. I with had it. a small, and it's just like slippery, keep slipping out, and I hate uh -uh, it. Uh uh, I don't like mm. that keep slipping out. That's just annoying. <laughs> it's like, uh uh, what you got going on? Cause I want, I'm almost trying to figure out, is it there? Is it like I don't know what's going on? Like the slipping out thing, that's not the vibe. I'm gonna be honest. But like so big, so big, like till you run it from it. Yeah. And they like, baby, bring that ass here. Blah blah blah. Like that you like that. Okay, we can go with that one. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's drink to that one. Missionary or doggy style? 
missionary. This, you see this face? Look in it. Ooh. Okay? Look into this mug all night. I like a doggy. That's from the back. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll try to be all over the place. But you Mich- know you got that pound cake. I like the pound cake. <laughs> I like the look. I like that. I love that. But I like a lot of mission. I like kissing and looking in the face. Yeah. I don't like too much from the back. Because it's like, are you from the back? Who you thinking about? What you doing? What you looking at? <laughs> Like, let <laughs> Like, I'm from the back. What you? Your mind are winning. But you, it's like crazy from the back. It is. It is. You see Good pussy from the back. That, but pussy from the back. <laughs> but I also like the from the front because I like to see it going in and out. I like to look but down. But you just over me too much, and now you sweating it all in. Don't sweat. You gotta have the. You gotta have them fans <laughs> on. We gotta. Don't, don't don't sweat on me. Don't sweat on me. Like dripping like that. No. Like let's keep it nice and cool. Let's do a lot. Let's go back and forth. Missionary from the back. On the top, head in and out, back in and out, sticking it back. Let's do all of it. So can you really spin around and keep the dick still aside? Yeah, but that's, <laughs> you gotta. That's what comes with a thick one. Like you can't just spin around and want to slip it in and out. Like spin around is like when somebody is really like taking you from the and they flip you over and the dick is still in and you like pound cake from the back. Like that's that's a bad bitch. Okay, <laughs> let's be very clear. But that's not often because that's that's what you could do. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys can't keep up with that rhythm. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure you lock and like clinch in and all that when they slip so it don't come out. Uh-huh. You feel me? And that's we could do that. Okay. So we gonna play a little card game. Okay. This is very fun. <laughs> Ooh, it's the last segment. Oh of my life. god! So I need you to pick a card. Okay. <laughs> and read it. Okay, pick a card and read it. Let's go. Um, take two shots if you can't cook. If you can't cook, what the fuck? I could cook. Oh, you can. Everything. Ask him. I cook the whole Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, I cook real? down seafood, everything, turkey, um, meat, everything you want to eat. I cook. Really? I cooked the full Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, I got a Turkey, collard greens, macaroni and cheese, um, peas and rice, um, turkey <laughs> wings, um, string beans, um, what else? Um, um, devil eggs, um, Ooh, potatoes, devil eggs. everything. Like, yeah, I cook every day, though, almost. Okay. Yeah, and I'm a seafood lover, so I like to make seafood. So yeah, I like, you love seafood. I do love seafood, yeah. So, yeah, no shots for me. Let's go. <laughs> so what, can you cook, Karisha? Because I, uh, I heard now. Can we I, no, no. Shots. I heard one time... When you and your mama was going back and forth, and she was just like, Carisha, please. You was trying to bring something to the house yeah, for the function. They, yeah. And they was like, no. I'm just, I, I'm they not, said, no, Carisha, just come. I'm not going to like, I can boil rice. Like, I feel like boil. rice is, yeah, I feel like I can boil rice. Do you I, watch YouTube? No, I, do, I feel like, you know what I don't like about cooking? It's too much. I feel like once you finish, once you don't cook the whole meal, I ain't hungry no more. That's true. I be like that, but hell, but it's what you got to do. I don't want to wash the dishes, so I'm going to give you a paper plate. Paper place is cool when you're in the house with your family. That's fine. I like paper place. And it's just like, I got to cook, then I got to wash the dishes. But you got to, don't worry about that. You got to think the about food. the food. When you think about cooking the food and get into that, and you start experimenting. I ain't going to lie. I could cook a little something. Like I could what? Like, What's a dish for you? I'm coming to eat. What you going to cook Rice, me? corn, and steak. Okay, that's a common deal. I could eat that. I could bake. I could bake you a fish. But is the steak tender? You got grilled onions? What's, you the, know what's what? the vibe? A, Do you a, use Worcester sauce? Like I, You know, for real, I only got three seasonings. Oh, no. What's the seasons? I got, um... Season salt, complete season, and lemon pepper. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I just forgot. Lemon pepper make everything good. Nah. Okay, I, we got. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna send you over a list of seasons. It all starts with seasons. Trust me. So what you do is at home, you play around with your food. You buy stuff. You buy like a little chicken, a little fish, a little this, and you have all these things. You could just you you just taste and you you do your thing, and you be like, oh. 
I know I feel like boiled noodles, you know. No, Carisha, um, we're not talking about noodles. The hamburger meat. We're not talking about noodles. spaghetti sauce, bitch, it's spaghetti. We talking about like a whole like Caribbean yeah, no, no, fish no, no, with no, no, like nothing. I'm, I, I can take two. No. We talking about like collard greens from scratch. Oh, no. Because you got to wash the collard greens. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even home. I'm going to take the steak corner like, rice. I got to keep tasting it. Do so do you like cook it? the steak on the stove? You grill on the grill? I you put it in the oven? I cook it on the stove and then I put it in the oven. Okay, I like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I like T-bone with a little bone. You I like ribeye. Yeah. I like a ribeye, but I like T-bone. I you like T-bone? I'm going to cook T-bone. She do? Yeah. So what do you put on your steak? A1 what? sauce. No, oh. what you cook it with? Like, what's your Oh, season? yeah, I'm going to cook complete seasoning, seasoned salt, and garlic. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got cut up onions and stuff? No. No onions mm-hmm. on it? But it's gonna be good. Like, once you put the A1 sauce, you know, with the corn. Using the meat tenderizer. Yeah, you beat it. But I beat my ass with the pot. You know, the, 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 the lid of the pot. That's how my mama used to beat us. Just to get the lid of the pot, you beat it. I don't got the, the, the meat. Carisha. Beat. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna have one day, we're gonna just set up a cooking thing. We're gonna go back, but I'm gonna show you. It's a lot of season. It's, I'm the seasoned queen. I really thought you could cook. So that's like, oh my I God. I cook all the time. I cook for everybody. It's every Bobby, single. It's a food good. Yes, listen, yes. Ask so, KD, KD, ask Reggie. Cut him time out. No shade, I was trying because your whole producer team was like, shut the fuck up. No, Trina could cook down bitch. And I'm a chef. Better know I'm a chef. She cooks his ass off. I cook my ass off. And she is one of the few people. Yes. Candy yams, potato Girl, salad, everything. Ooh. Like, what are you talking about? I don't even eat candy yams. We're going to do dinner for you. Trust okay. me, I'm the, I'm the chef. Okay. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> we going to do four. Okay, let's go. Then I'm going to pick four. But let me spread them out because okay. I need you to pick a good the one. The next one is... Take a shot if you into Fifty Shades of Grey type of sex. What's Fifty Because I, I missed that whole movie segment, Fifty, 50 Shades of Grey. It's like you tied up, you doing a little foreplay, you just on a wall, you want a nigga to tease you, you might crawl. I'm not into that. Oh, for real? Fifty Shades of Grey? Like tied up and all that, mm-hmm. uh, cause you mess around not untie me. I don't got time for that. Like uh uh-uh. uh, like uh uh uh, cause like we uh uh-uh. uh, I'm good. I'm I'm no. Leave the ties at home, babe. <laughs> Hand Leave the ties all that. at home. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's go next one. Let's go right here. Take a shot if you ever had a female eat you out. <laughs> oh. Okay, I took a shot. <laughs> I did. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go next. Oh, my God. <laughs> Take a shot if you ever suck the nigga's nipples. I did. I don't have no more shots, but <laughs> I'll just take a drink of it. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate that. Okay, let me just talk about that. Sucking the nipples with a man, what does that do for the man? I... I Cause I feel like you know, like we got feeling in our nipples, and it's just kind of. It's like I don't know if they have sensitivity in their nipples, and they feel good. I don't know. They men, they say the men ears are. I don't know. I'm, we should ask guys. I don't know. Cause what is that? Do you have? You don't have no milk enough to come out. Do you have sensitivity in your nipples, guys? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> I know behind the ears and stuff, you guys do like that a little teasy. But when a girl is just sucking your nipples, like full on, like sucking the teeth, like a man doing a woman, I'm not into that. Uh-huh. I may lick across it a little bit before I'm going down, but. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know. So I just want you to take, it's just too good, it just stops. So I want you to take one more, and then we're going to switch the deck, and then it's my turn. Okay. So I oh, yeah, I love this. Your turn. Ooh. Okay, one more. <laughs> okay, come on, let's go. Let's go right here. What? 
Bounce. <laughs> Take a shot if you ever got your C8 while having a bullet in your butt. I didn't, so I don't take a shot for that, right? Mm -hmm. So getting your pussy ate with a bullet in your butt. You know, like a little vibrator, little bullet. I know, in the butt. Because you know how like, niggas like to put the thumb, so yeah, have like a little. Just stick the thumb in there and do it. I, I prefer that. Don't put the bullet. I'm not really a toys girl, kind of honestly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like the toys dude. I'm not the girl that want to have the sex. Yeah. I'm not, I need the real thing. Yeah. I'm not grinding on a, like a toy. I mean, if it's a little like butterfly or something, yeah, I've had my, but that shit is dangerous. Let me be, let me just give my look. Don't, don't, do not kill me guys. I'm just the, my, this is my experience. I'm just saying when you a woman and you get addicted to that vibrator thing and that little butterfly, that little cute thing, that, 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 that you really almost like not need a man. Yeah. It makes it hard for a man to please you because a man could never go against that little fast. Nah, 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 nah. He could never. That's like two, three seconds you're about to have an orgasm. A man can't even move his tongue that fast. And so when they try to, it's like a bunch of wasted time. You need to know how to <laughs> massage, lick, and suck, okay, on it good. So don't try to think that you're comparing with that vibrator. I don't really like that. And for women, it, it takes away, it really takes away the pleasure of getting pleased by a man. I'm not really into the toy thing, the butt. Don't stick that in my butt. You can stick your finger or your tongue in it. <laughs> and that's the end of that. Period. Okay, your time. Okay, we gotta mm, get the cards all done up. I love this game. <laughs> Let's see what Carisha got to explore. We're gonna get the wild card, huh? Okay. Have this game more often. This is my new game. It's called Risha Roulette. Risha Roulette, shots yeah. and shots. Make sure you guys. How can we get this game? It's coming out on Friday. This Friday? Mm -hmm. Okay, Risha right Roulette. Right time for the holidays, so you can play Risha Roulette. Coming. Yeah. I gotta get mine now because I like these kind of games, and I kind of, we play Uno a lot, so we could switch up the Uno game. Yeah, because it got like a little dare. I dare you in it. I love it that. Get real it gets very. You intense. can't play this game with your man though. No. Make sure he's sleeping. You yeah, about to bop him if he get too crazy. Okay, go. One card. Oh. <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> it was. Oh my God, what is it? <laughs> it says, take a shot if you had to do something for money that you would take to the grave. Mm. So if you ever did something for money and you would take to the grave, you would never tell nobody. Mm. I don't have my broke times. <laughs> <laughs> I came for the bottle service. <laughs> Take a shot, shot a clock, take it to the grave, huh? Let's go, we gonna take that one out there. Boy, that was for me, I would've been taking double, triple shots. Okay, here you go, let's go. Yep. I know, it's, that's too easy. Okay, you gonna go another one? Yeah. Okay, here. Let's go. Skip in the middle. Ooh. <laughs> I think this is for you. Oh, Lord. What is it? It say, take a shot if you ever lick the nigga ass. I never lick the nigga ass. I ain't never go that too far. Because I just, like, when I think of, like, a man ass, I think of hairy hair. I don't like no hair in your ass. I'm a man, a woman, and it's a lot of stuff. I don't, y'all don't have your ass that clean. <laughs> I'm yeah, just no, I, I don't care. The shower is just a man. Like my ass is a complete ball, like a chin, like a chihuahua. <laughs> I get it lasered. So my ass and your ass is two different asses. We talk about tooting it up, bending it over. Yeah, I don't want to see your ass up with the hair at the. No, no, no. Yeah, I see. Did. That's getting a little personal. Men, 
Yeah. No. I just, when I think of a man ass, I just think of like a hairy asshole. And I don't, don't want to lick no man's ass. Either. I don't want you to meet up. I don't want but you I'll, to want I me. I will look at a man's ass. You though. will? Mm-hmm. With I the hair? I just want to try it. I don't want to try with the hair. <laughs> you got to laser and wax that ass first. And then I will. I, I'm not but afraid it, to do it's it. It's like if your ass wax, why your ass wax? Because I'm about to lick it. <laughs> And we gotta, we, I cut my waxer over, we gonna get to some things, but I'm not gonna just like randomly take the chance of licking your ass and we on this, this good date and the vibe is set and you about to lick my ass <laughs> and now your ass is busting out with, a, with this tree in the back. I'm not gonna do that. That's gonna fuck up the vibe. I'm gonna be real, real. it's gonna mess up the vibe. I'm not, and I don't want your butt to be like, like ball like mine. Yeah, like ball. No, not like smooth, but I don't want it to be just <laughs> full of hair and like, we don't, we don't say trim. Gotta be like a or, I don't like that hair in my mouth at all. I'm just, <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like, I just don't like it. I don't care, I don't like that. I don't like, you gotta get that hair out your everywhere. Yeah, I'll say, but. Because as a man, well, I don't know about y'all women, but I think women <laughs> should be nicely groomed there. Yeah. And, and I don't think no man should be going down on no bush. But some women say that. No. No. No, some I don't women care. Say they don't like bald because it gives childish. They like a little. No, that's just, that's not, no. No, no, no. We are grown. You know it's not childish because you done put that thing out on the streets. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying, I get the whole appearance, but ain't, it's the same thing. We, we, it's hot. The hair. Get musty. It's just giving very, it's just giving very frump. <laughs> it's giving, baby girl. Very older. It's giving very, like, oh, under that sweat, under that, that, that sundress, or when them tight, the women like to wear them leggings. And them, uh-uh. It's just giving very, like, wash, I don't, it, I, and I, every, I don't, I, and realistically, because we all, every woman look different. Every woman probably shouldn't have a full ball. Like, me, I'm a Brazilian girl. I need everything off. Yes. I love it like me that. Too. Feeling like a fresh skin. Keep it very fresh and yeah, yeah, the hair and the butt for them. I'm, uh-uh. Yeah, no, nah. let's go. Next mm-hmm. car for you. Let's keep everybody nice and waxed and lasered and shaved or whatever your choice is. Let's get rid of that hair. It's too hot for that hair. We're not in the winter. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, why I picked this one. Oh, Lord. What is it? No. <laughs> I can't say it. You got to. It says take a shot if you like golden showers. I do. Golden showers? Meaning when the guy pees on you, mm-hmm. pee on you everywhere. You like it? I just like it. You do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freak. <laughs> Freak of the week, huh? So you say take a shot. You not take. You say take a shot. Oh, we need yeah, a shot. I take a shot. You I like go to shower? I do. But it like just, peeing on you? I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's just do something. I'm gonna be honest. Hold on, one more thing. I need something a little, a little less. So I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never had a golden shower. I did. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a golden shower. Like. I've given one. Oh, is that Ooh. the same thing as squirting? Or yeah, they well they say that I don't know, but I I don't had to go to shower and I like. It. I give them. I give them. Mm-hmm. Golden shower, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but I've never I've never experienced that. Hmm. It's, I'm all about trying new things though. <laughs> golden shower. It's, it's fun. Yeah, like, you know when you drunk and you just and they just peeing all over your body. You just. Like, you know, peeing your butt, peeing your pussy. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and then y'all still have sex after? <laughs> it, it depends. Like, you can pee Freaky. on me in the shower. You can pee on me, like, once you come. Like, it just depends. It just, it just depends on how the night flow is. I got to try this out. Golden mm-hmm. shower. We're going to take one more. Because that golden shower, huh? that's lit. Come on, one more for you. <laughs> golden shower it is. 
for the 2023. <laughs> Let's go, Carisha. <laughs> Let's speak on it. <laughs> Turn this question. No. no. How you I get it. How I get it. Okay, go. Tell it me. It says, take a shot if you ever fucked it again. His homeboy, I did. Fuck them together? Mm-mm, separately. Wait, wait, say it again. If you ever fucked yeah, the nigga. If you ever fucked the nigga in his home. Well, you know how like, sometimes you choose the wrong friend? And you want to go back and fuck that one? And then it's like, I think I had really liked the you. Yeah, my younger days, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah let's, let's take a shot? Yeah. Oh, let's take a shot. We got to take a shot, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the first choice, you wasn't it. If you like, thought you was it, let me tell you now, you wasn't yeah. it. So, yeah. So now Even can, your homeboy probably wasn't so it, but we took a So now y'all can chance. talk about me and see what it was given, because I know. Because it was given. Yeah. It was given that. So let's talk about now it. now I feel like when I got you, I had to show out. Okay, when I got the homeboy, I really had to, like. Do my big one. Yeah, do yeah. all. Your big, big one. Yeah. Yeah, we taking a shot to that. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Yeah, shots are galore. You say one more, because it's your show, and I want to make sure we get huh, okay. the real deal out. Let's okay. go. I'm going to do two. You and your homeboy. I love it. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh-oh. Ooh, this is for you. How do I miss all the cookies? I, okay, I, go. I choose one that I already had, so I'm going to take two for the show. Okay. Get one. Okay. One more. Damn. But you, you did that one. Okay. But I like this, because I'm doing it with the baddest bitch. Okay, let's go. Okay. Take a shot if you ever suck dick on the headstand. I tried. What you mean on the headstand? Like upside down on the headstand? Yeah, like, you know, you upside down, you like... Yeah, but I, I, I'm a throwing up. You throwing up on the dick, like, I get it. <sighs> upside down? That's just on one of your wild nights when the when yeah. the tequila's flowing and you just out of control. Yeah, we did that. You say take a shot. Let's go. We did it. I, I need another shot. We need a shot. We did that. That was the things you did. Like you, you I learned did it from in my that. Younger days. Yeah, you yeah, like you just wilding out, and, and you, you want to try to show the like, point. Yeah, nigga, I'm a little more experienced. Than and you, you ain't that. This, this is what it's given. And I don't know what I'm doing. And you don't. Work it up. Yeah, about to catch a headache. Cause you look dumb. Okay. Don't even. That know was what you younger doing. days. Upside down on my head. Get up. Trying I'm to just act like you I'm really like. The, I'm against the head, boy. Like, yeah, put it in my mouth. <laughs> right. Like, you're the head and hunter now, I just of feel so dumb the decade. Though. I get it. No. Okay. I we tried it, but it was a fail. Fail. How many we got left? We got two? You got two left. Okay, so you do one, I do one. Okay, so how do we do it? We go just just hand me one. Okay, I'm going to go one to one. I'm going to look. Go. What's the question? Damn, you answered that one. I did? So, but so I, I'll answer it. Okay, go. No, I, let's swap. Oh, like, I answer already. Yeah, so you this gotta was go. say take a shot if you ever had a female eat you out. I did, cause you know I'm kind of like I like girls. You do? Mm-hmm, I love girls. I think I like girls more than I like men. And that, why is I that? Oh, cause I, a... I think like when women, we know what we like. Like we know the spots. We know. You know exactly what you want. You know exactly what it is yeah, that you so want. Yeah, so I like. I don't know. You know, like you young, you just be trying shit. Mm-hmm. So you it said take a shot if you ever had got ate by a girl. Mm-hmm. So it, with the girl, so let me ask a question. So with the girl, you had your dude at the time. Did you ever tell him that he needs to understand how to eat you out like this girl? Because my situation was a little different. I had that, but I was so persistent, and this girl was like the best head giver in the world, mm. like of all heads, of all heads. <laughs> I'm talking about the head honcho of the decade. So I was telling him. It'd be hard for a man. That's what I'm saying. It's just be like, I just need to go back to my. No, no, no. I got to tell him the way she gives head, I'm going to let her show you how to do it. So now she's going to show you how to do it, and I'm going to let y'all do it together. And then now you a beast. And that's the end of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the vibes. I I think for me, I just (laughs) like try some shit at a young age. And then then I I, I was like, yo, okay, so this part, okay, yeah. So this is what I like, and I just Sometimes guys get jealous, though, about that. I did. I I tried to, like, turn my baby daddy. I was like, you know, you want to, he was like, I was like, oh, I was just playing. I was just playing. I was just throwing it out there. <laughs> you don't like it. I was just playing. Relax. 
Okay, mine says, look, my no hands, take a shot using your mouth only. That's us? Yeah. Oh, okay, so we got to Wait, I need another one because this has a thing. So, have you ever taken this shot before? No, I never did this before. Okay, so I heard these kind of shots. Um, I forgot what it's called, though. And so, so the, okay, so. A blowjob. A blowjob. Okay, right. So, what you do, you got to put the shot in your mouth, open your mouth, all the way over the bottle. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I had to say it first. Okay, so what you going to put it over your <laughs> mouth? You're going to put the shot in your mouth, you open your mouth over the thing, and then after that, we turn our head up and take the shot back. Okay, I never tried it, so if I fuck up. It's okay, we're going to do it together. You ready? Put your hand over your mouth. Ready? Oh, hold on. Yes! Blowjob! Look my no hands! <laughs> so, it's a wrap. Thank you guys for tuning in to Carisha, please. Thank you, Trina, for coming to my show. I love you I so love much. You. I love you. Yes! Yes! Sex in the porch. Like the test of the doors I need a naked Wipe me down Super wet, super nasty I know you see the body on you Cause if I do, I know you do Look at me in the mirror, girl While I put this dick on you And hey, you never fly spirit, girl The way you took my soul Spiritual Okay The way your body's on me, girl, okay The way your hips and nose are like, okay The way we driving through it, like, okay oh, I can feel it non-stop You scream that pussy, baby, okay The way you poppin' and you rock, okay The way your best friend get a roll, okay The way your best friend play a role When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.